Welcome back for episode 35 of Focus Fire Chat, recorded live on June 22nd, 2016 on Twitch.tv. A big shout out to the chat here. Thank you so much for spending your evening with us. This is your host, Blue Crew 86 Alongside me, we have the man who it has been said has the voice of a flower, Justin Sane 0516. Oh, thank you. And next up is the third member of our merry little band, our friendly neighborhood spokesman for Payne, Steeman Willie Beeman. You know, Payne also blessed uh, blessed Justin with a really pretty face too. I don't think we've ever said that, but wanted to throw that at you tonight, Justin. Oh well, thank you. <laughs> it's gonna be one of those nights. Uh-huh. And we're also joined by our good friend from across the pond, the one and only Sultry Tiger. My name is Bife. How are things going today for you? Things are going pretty good. Wait, did I mute my mic? Okay, no, I didn't mute my mic again. Yes, things are definitely going pretty good. (laughs) Get it together, man. (laughs) The topic of today's chat is going to be over the topic of the Taken. Before we get into that, however, I do want to run through some quick notes. Our last chat was our first behind-the-scenes chat episode. If you missed that and have any interest in hearing our thoughts, please be sure to check out www.focusfirechat.com for archives of all previous chats, as well as links to all our various other pages. If you don't mind, please give us some feedback on iTunes or through our email, focusfirechat at gmail.com, to let us know how we're doing. As many of you already know, Focus Fire Chat is a cross-community gathering where the intent is to offer a week-long, in-depth view of a particular subject from within the lore of Destiny and other games. This chat begins every Tuesday morning and runs until the following Tuesday, with topics decided by the group via a poll that begins every Friday and ends on the Tuesday morning of the new chat. Every Wednesday at around 10 p.m. Central, we get together to stream a recap of the previous week's chat for those who are unable to participate. Next chat is going to be a discussion on the Rise of the Guardians, and it's actually going to take place tomorrow night because we are catching up from last week. So, with all that, let's go ahead and dive into the basic lore around the Taken. Boom, Ishtar Collector. God, it's been so long since you introduced me to them. (laughs) All right. So this is from one of the enemy categories of our grimoire section. And originally, of course, you get all these individual grimoire cards for the Taken. But this, of course, is from the journals of Ikora Ray. Simply categories, the Taken. I've been talking to Eris about the Taken. She agrees that if we observe, the apparatus, the starlight, and of course the Taken entities is not hive magic. If hive arcana is a metaphor, this is the meaning. If they make appeals, then this is the judge. Oryx wields this power, but Oryx did not make it. We face the same flower we met in the Black Garden. The process is simple. An aperture opens like a jaw and swallows a living thing. It passes into another place. Later, it returns. When it returns, I try to use the word shadow, but Eris hisses at me. A shadow is a flat projection cast by a light and an object. Less real. Eris insists that these Taken are more real somehow. She uses words like inhabited, exalted, rendered final. Is this power blind? Just a natural energy Oryx discovered? I cannot believe it. My hidden tell me that the Taken Excuse me. My hidden tell me that the Taken shine with seething negative light. As if the universe is curling up around them. As if they radiate some pathology that decays into our world as nothingness. 
the taken Servorix, but I think those jaws lead somewhere elsewhere. Lead somewhere elsewhere? Good job. I dream about what happened on the inside. I dream about what might happen. Are the victims devoured and replaced with simulcra? Husked out and filled up? Is some mathematical operation conducted on them, translating them from one shape to another? What would I see if I leapt inside? What would happen to a guardian? Is that how we would end this? All of us leaping into the dark to fill it up with light? Eris thinks that's a poetry to how the taken change. She thinks we can chart the difference and understand the will behind it. I'm afraid she may be right. So. <laughs> so, I mean, I think the other important thing is, is just like, you know, just like most of the grimoire, this is all taken from the perspective in game, right? So there's not like any abstract, no, this is actually what they are. This is always going to be uh, presentations from different people's perspectives of the Taken. And I think that's kind of interesting too, because Eris has a really, really good view of them after the 10 years that she spent with the Hive. And I think it's really interesting how she just kind of she i like how she hisses at ikora which when she's like oh yeah shadow no nah because that's because that's the thing right it's it's almost as though to say shadows are created by light these are almost the opposite in a certain sense right it's an anti-presence which is what's brilliant it's the um god it's like the immaterium made materium it they keep on talking about how consistently the dreadnought and some of the powers that orcs has wields it, it's almost paradoxical right mm-hmm. it, it's so powerful because you know he has that level of um oh god words are escaping me right now guardians are this as well the ability to influence one's paracausal. destiny paracausal yes okay um, yeah <clears throat> so yeah it's it's weird to go ahead and look at the taken as a result because out of all the enemies that we faced in Destiny thus far, there never really was something quite like the Taken. No, and that that's true. I mean, I guess there is... I mean, because I know in chat we kind of talked about how sometimes you can see the Guardian as a as an equivalent of a Taken. You know, because like the, the Taken are presented as being full of darkness and the Guardians are full of light. And that I know there was a theory that's been bounced around as to why that might be why guardians can't be taken is because it's like oil and water. You know, you can't fill a being that's filled with light with darkness necessarily. Because I remember, I remember, I can't remember if that was during this chat or if it was during another, I think it might have been during the light and darkness chat. But yeah, it's I thought the most interesting thing was that like, you can tell from this card that they don't know, especially we get to read the books of sorrow. And I don't think in game, do they really, they don't uh, really hint that they have all that knowledge. Well, you know? I know that Eris is translating the calcified fragments as we find them. Cause remember we turn, we turn the calcified fragments into Eris in order That's to right, get the touch of malice. Turn. So, like, right. and she's a hidden. So I'm, I'm assuming that Ikora has, access to them 
Team. Not to mention, you know, Ikora being a warlock. That's a rather potent source of information. Well, then, yeah. by, you know, mid-book, they already know, you know. This is where we kind of learn about the embodiment of the darkness. They call it the deep. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be two separate entities for all we know, but, mm. you know, point being is that we get to learn a little bit more about the uh, the bigger enemy. Yeah, I actually, I think it's really uh, interesting that she asks, are the are the victims devoured and replaced by simulacra, which are pretty much just like cheap imitations. Well, a simulacrum is just like a is a a shoddy imitation of something, mm. um, and that's kind of an interesting take for it for me. Like he he carved out all their will and left a husk of the of the being left that that's pretty much a puppet. Mm. But at the same time, we know that that's just their interpretation because, of course, the guardians. Oh don't yeah, know, yeah. <clears throat> in well, a certain I want to say extent, Vidoc came out um, prior to the Taken King, where they said the reason the Taken shiver like that is yeah. because they, you know, they are trying to show that they are doing these things uh, against their will. Right. For the most part. I was going to actually. You know? That's exactly what I was going to say. Is the Taken shiver was described as being caused by the hor- horrible initiation forced upon them by Oryx. Um, they basically are sent from this dimension, corrupted wholly by the darkness, and then shoved back into this dimension. And that's also the cause of um, <clears throat> that supernatural blue flame, which is always like burning in them. That's that that baptism. You know, I kind of kind of talked about that. Oryx says the king can choose how far into the dark water he pushes that individual. Because I mean, we know that from Coria. And there is another taken. Uh, was it uh, one in the Psylocke? Books of Sorrows? Or? No, it was one of the ones that they introduced in the Taken King. I think it was Psylocke. I don't know. I will get to him. But um, there, there are two taken that we've seen that he only partially takes. Coria, which was you know the the uh, blade transform in the Books of Sorrow that he gifted to Savathun. He left. He chose to leave enough of the independent will to make it "quote unquote" interesting, and um, so he doesn't he, have to yeah. wholly take them. Was that mm. Justin? Did you have something? No. Yeah, that's. Uh, I was going to make that. Just I was going to make the point. I think he did that just for so she would be engaging to Savathun to to kind of play with. So yeah. she could still challenge her. Mm. It's uh, on the note of whether it's Psylocke or not, I'm not totally sure, but bringing up his card here on Ishtar Collective, there's a lot of stuff about how he's constantly trying to challenge himself for the pain. And he says, am I strong enough yet, Oryx? Is it time? You know, the greater the anguish, the greater the reward. I know you. See your thoughts. I will use the pain. Reach in. Give me the pain. Take away all the agony. Sorry, take away all but agony. Through it, I transcend. And so it, it's this interesting thing where Psylocke is continuously tricking um, the Awoken that are guarding his cell to continuously keep on probing him with mm-hmm. electrical nodes in order to sort of, well, generate pain for him. But at the same time, they're trying to look around in his brain and he's just repeating this over and over and over again. And yeah, it, it's just this thing of maybe him trying to ascend, but it's a completely different process by that virtue. 
Yeah, and oh, the Texas was. card was another one I think we were debating on too in chat. Um, because his card is another one where it's like it's him narrating it, whereas in a majority of the Taken cards, you see that it's it's orcs presumably talking to them, telling them, you know, you've been taken. This is your new shape. And uh, I want to say it was Psylocke, Texas, and I don't think there is any more that narrate their own cards. Uh, there aren't any that narrate their own cards, but there's an interesting stuff about Narusk's card. Because mm-hmm. his does not at all start in the typical way. Like, I mean, the seditious mind is the one where it's going normal, you know? It, it literally says that classic line in every single one of them, you have been taken, and then it describes mm-hmm. their weaknesses beforehand and then shows how they've been changed. So with the seditious mind, it's all about take the pattern, break it. You know, the pattern right. that the Vex cling to constantly. The Rusks is entirely different because it's a dialogue about how Oryx failed having been killed by the Guardians. And... Narusk uh, essentially is seen as just a soldier, but he's seen as having no flaws because of being taken from the perspective of this card. And, you know, final lines are something along the lines of um, Narusk has no flaw. He is a soldier, a general, a maker of war. Once a servant, his eyes turn towards the vacant throne. There is, for the taken, on the other side of this temporary cage. A king is dead. Good riddance. A king will rise. If not Narusk, another. If not another, and then just ends. Right. So, you know. Well, and, you know, I was going to say the whole Taken, and I think we, I I think you and I talked about this a little bit on the Garden Radio episode, uh, but the whole Taken remind me a lot of the Dune religion, uh, Shin San Shao, which was from Children of Dune. And it was, and the reason it reminds me of that, just kind of pulling back and looking at the whole picture of the Taken itself, is the the Sin Sin San Shao. Um, they they're like this this perversion of an Exixian not a uh, concept, and they basically were like they were all they were just completely insane, but they were also like super intense, and they always followed this theory that they could bring the universe to paradise at the point of a knife, and the um, the the point of there is that they 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 were obsessed with like cutting away the imperfections until only the perfect was left. And so, you know, we can also kind of go back and, again, look at kind of a, a bigger picture here. Um, from the Books of Sorrow, the 48 Ayat, the Ayat, 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 Ayat card, if you mm-hmm. go through it, it's like, I think it's the the fourth, fourth paragraph. Um, he says, Savathun asks if I am as much a slave of the deep as my taken. She asks what price I pay for my power. I am not taken. The hive is not the deep. The deep doesn't want everything to be the same. It wants life, strong life, life that lives free without the need for a habitat of games to insulate it from reality. When I make my taken, I make them closer to perfect. I heal their wounds and enhance their strengths. This is inherently good. I at the only right is existence. The only wrong is non-existence. I am Oryx, the first navigator, the Taken King. I yet let me be what I am, because to be anything else would be fatal. 
and so, and then there's also, you know, that I, I kind of go back here. He says that when he makes his taken, he makes them closer to perfect. So he's literally, he's seen what he's doing as carving out the imperfections of re, of a reality to make it closer and closer to that, you know, that final shape that he wants it to, wants it to go to. And we kind of, you know, we kind of also see that in the, the quest line for the, um, the Taken War, which I think we're going to kind of look at real quick here too, because that kind of shows us the progression of that power and the cost of that ability as well. So Willie, I think you have, do you want to grab that Taken War Earth card real quick? Alrighty. I am pulling it up. Yep. And this one's from our good friend, uh, Kate six. It's a after action report to Zavala. Yep. Yep. All thanks to me. I know. We thought we had a good thing with that Coven of Wizards, but it took a real field commander to see how easily intelligence can be misread. Now that the Guardians cleared out the Echo at the King's Watch, I think the old Cosmodrome is going to be just fine. So, Cade cocky as ever. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. Love that card. Some things never change. (laughs) Well, you know, he is Rasputin. No, come on, come on. <laughs> come on, it's not bad enough. You got the paying thing. We now will you see. <laughs> I didn't say it. Um, I, no, literally, you said it. <laughs> yeah, I said it here I don't want to be a stickler for the facts. <laughs> I'm just saying I got a win game, technically. That was uh, – what the hell was the name? Is um, Andal Andal Brass? He always and I'm like, no, that's the Vandal. Um, yeah, Andal Brass is the one who would joke around with him and call him Raspy in front of Icora. He was like, God. Oh, you know? <laughs> could you imagine Icora and Zavala with those two hunters running around together? <laughs> Aneurysm. <laughs> They're going to. <laughs> Yeah, it's a very blue aneurysm. Um, you you know what it is? (laughs) You know what it is? I think Cade originally with Anne, I don't know what Andrew's like, but I think originally it must have been as though he was just kind of the somewhat respectable one who made terrible, terrible friends. And whenever those friends came around, which is namely Cade, Ikora and Zavala are just sitting there like, oh, no. (laughs) Not again, please. And then, you know, he gets dragged off, does some hunter stuff. And him dying is terrible, but then it's kind of like Cade becomes that comic relief. <laughs> because he's just like, hey, so I kind of lost this bet. Now I need to be a part of the Vanguard. You know, it, this is the moment in an anime where they're just sort of like... <laughs> you know, like, there, there's nothing else there. They're just sort of stunned silence for a bit. And it's just like, oh, you can't be serious. This is where we're at. Okay. <laughs> Which, ironically, is exactly how I ended up on this podcast. I lost a bet. But (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. No, I love that card. Any card with Cade talking, I absolutely love. Um, But that was the Taken War. Um, On Earth, yeah. On Earth. Um, Do we want to talk about the report on Taken Power? Oh, yes. 
Mm. Um, I totally skipped that, didn't I? Yeah, yes. you did. You All did, right. but it's okay. I'm right here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Justin, keeping the wheels on this thing. <laughs> God, something's wrong with that freaking statement. Um, There's so many things. Um, so this is actually – I'm logical. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is actually a report from a crow. Um, it's actually crow13458.87, and it's for violent clearance, judgment clearance only. <laughs> so this is a communique to house judgment. Um, per the instructions from house judgment – we have moved forward with the plan to integrate the Tetunes into the R&D process. It's been challenging. Without the influence of Shuro Chi, their natural mistrust of the Reef's new leadership has led to personality clashes. The Tetunes were very, were very used to their relationship with the throne. While the Queen's Wrath is trying to monitor hotspot issues, she's being met with challenges at every turn. For reference, please see reports, and I'm not going to go through. There's some... Extra taken war reef politics, tech witch conversations, and Petra and assassination attempts reports. Uh, after some initial trials with prison specimens, we can now report the program is now ready for full scale production. Please see reports 13458.66 and.55 for video feeds and notations on the initial trials. Reports 80 through 86 cover the trials involving tech. Tetunes. The power they wield in the transferal process ensures a 100% success rate, and we are now confident that only one Tetune will need to, to be present for the transfer. Below find remaining pertinent notations. We have received approval from the Queen's Wrath to move forward, and thus future reports will detail production output and any changes to the process. Transferred taken power has a throughput rate of redacted, which is obviously lower than what we want. Transfer still results in incredibly potent arms and armor. So for the moment, this noise is acceptable. Future improvements to the process will attempt to up the throughput rate. Supply was initially raised as concern during trials, but whatever measures House Judgment has put into place to stock the prison also ensures numerous sources of taking power. Coordination between House Judgment and production is an ongoing task. The Queen's Wrath has already stated she will handle the diplomatic side of this discussion. Legwork during initial trials raised the possibility the Vanguard would have concerns about the moral aspect of this technology. But the Wrath has been stated has stated that it will not be an issue. High frequency sound baffling for production facilities is still being installed. Taken screams can shatter plastics and burst blood vessels if, if not baffled. And at full-scale production, that kind of auditory byproduct will be a constant. So this is actually my first time reading this little bit. And Isn't it sounds – yeah, it's very scary because it sounds like the reef is farming taken power. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you know, this is you actually – they're doing? They're farming for that stolen will. Yeah, yeah. I mean – it it sounds like this is how we probably get our uh, our dread taken armor, yeah, our dread fang and our taken armor and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is kind of sad in a certain sense for two reasons. Because I thought it would have been way cooler if we just like reached into the darkness and pulled that thing out, just like, oh hi, I guess I'll be using this now. Okay, no questions <laughs> asked. Let's but the 
the taken power <laughs> card did you did you notice the the glyphs that yes it? i did i did you yeah, notice I did actually where those are from court of oryx court of oryx and the war priest mm. oh did not the realize war priest as well but you're correct the warpiest correct the warpiest the warpiest <laughs> what yeah, that's how I read it, but tomato, <laughs> potato. Um. Oh, wow. <laughs> there we go. But yeah, I, so I just... That, no, that's not even Warpius. That's <laughs> <laughs> Warpius. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Listen, you, you just dread- want to acknowledge you are. Listen, Dredgen Yor lived in a Dregden. Just deal with it. Oh, Dregden Yor. <laughs> You Listen, know, I'm gonna be oh at Destiny Con now that I'm 21 and I can legally do this. I'm going to buy everyone a beer. Your one is going straight on the top of your head. You realize that? <laughs> He'll take it. I have quick reflexes. I will tilt my neck. <laughs> so, well, in that case, it's just going to all go all the way down your shirt. <laughs> Good luck, mate. Good luck. <laughs> Either way, ah, this is such a cool card. Like GG. Yes, I, I do love Very the good. fact that it's it's kind of tacitly implied that um, Petra's not necessarily telling the Vanguard or she's just sort of going against their will regardless of whatever they'd say with the penultimate sort of bullet point in this, you know? Um, oh, yeah. Well, you know, she initially stated that, uh, you know, the possibility of the Vanguard would have concerns about the moral aspect of this technology, but the Wrath has stated it would not be an issue. That line in itself, it still shows that we're working together with the reef, especially after, you know, the queen has been supposedly killed again. No one knows if that's true or not, but it still shows how the awoken have this sort of, um, I want to say terror skeptic attitude, you know, that sort of, they're very slow to trust anybody who's coming from earth, anybody who's not awoken, you know? So it, it's, it just shows off all the different elements to the Awoken Society in this so well, I think, as well. And aside yeah, from that, it shows it's taken power. Transferred. Yeah. The, the fact that they show you the inner workings, you know, it's not like these people decided to go ahead and hold a parade or even a funeral for Mara. It's like, um, okay, here's a field report about all this. Here's a field report. This one is specifically like kind of what's been going on since the Taken King came out, you know? And that includes assassination attempts on Petra, was that? Mm-hmm. Or were those just assassination attempts? No, assassination attempts, attempts on Petra. Mm. Like, you know, which we don't exactly find out who that is. Some of them are from Varrocks. They've got to be from Varrocks. <laughs> well, we, we know that at least some of them are because he, he made a comment about how he tries to kill her. Mm. He did. He oh, could right. never sneak up on anybody. Oh, no, no, he would no, no, say something not really him. creepy. Not him. <laughs> he's just, he has other he's people just, do it. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, they made a point about that die, in uh, the dark below. I think there was a card but, where it was like he was. It was the it was the card where he's sitting in his room and the he's carving. Or yeah, house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's carving the amethyst. Amethyst with his and, with his mask off. Yeah. The other. I'm actually. I got the, a question for you, Blue. Actually. Mm-hmm. What do you think the Tetune's role is in this transfer? Are they the medium? I view um I view Tetune's, you know, they keep calling them tech witches, which I'm sorry, it keeps bringing me back to my Shadowrun games because 
that's just what it reminds me of. Um, they're, I think they are, I think they are kind of the, the, um, I don't know the word for it, but like not necessarily mediums because it doesn't necessarily go through the Tetune, but it kind of seems like the Tetune kind of controls the flow. So it's kind of more like a regulator of the transfer power. So they don't actually, it doesn't seem like it actually goes through. Right. Like the facilitator. Yeah. Yeah. So like, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like it kind of, they kind of like direct it. I don't know. I don't. I, I have. It, there's. I have an image in my head, but it doesn't. I. I can't explain it. It's like yeah. they take. They take the power, and then they kind of like carry. Well, it. They, they don't. They actually say that it's. It. They say that they allow it to be a 100% efficient process. So with this, I'm presuming that some of the taken energy that they're trying to transfer from the taken to whatever weapons they're empowering escapes in the mid process, mm-hmm. and the tekens they sort of prevent that. And there's still kind of the background energy that's always going to escape, just as anything does with stuff like this. So in this instance, it's the audible taken screams. Whereas so, if we're generating power from, say, you know, uh, let's say it's just a really typical coal plant, you know, you're going to have excess uh, energy that comes off in the form of heat. You know, mm-hmm. What I just heard is the Tetunes are the reason we have one-to-one infusion rates now. <laughs> So, because so when we were bash. when we were when bash. we were infusing, we always lost some of the energy. You know, depending on if it was an exotic or a legendary, it was seventy or eighty percent that we had retained. But because the Tetunes are now our allies, we actually keep a hundred percent of the energy that is transferred from item to item. That's totally what I just heard. So, thank I you, Tech keep, Witches. Mm-hmm. I keep good for something. Uh, a Tekun on her knees, milking a taking cow. And I can't get that mental image out of my head. And I don't I, know why. I'm just glad you went in that direction and not a different one. <laughs> oh, my. Really? really good. I go through all the trouble of behaving myself. And then you come out of left field. He very specific. Oh, yeah. He came out of left field. <laughs> I heard, I heard that sentence start. And I was like, okay, we're going to be at. Nope, 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 nope. nope. Oh, dear. Um, <laughs> No, I was there. There was a question uh, in chat about, you know, the well, no, actually, no, I think it was you, Willie, that said they aren't um, mourning Mara's death. And there's another report that actually specifically says that the Queen's Wrath does not have to announce her as dead. So in a way, in a way, you know, they they haven't they haven't officially come down and said the queen is dead mm. and so that's i think that's why there's no i mean aside know, from anything else do they know that she is dead right well they i think it's that's how you find a body the telesto card they it was the report that i'm thinking of hang on let me pull it up real quick the telesto is powered by uh by Harbinger. harbingers right yeah. but the grimoire card is the the um Paladin, report. which is a void weapon, yeah, which is Paladin. interesting. Um, do, 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 do. it's so it's from Paladin Camilla to Acting Regent Petra Revenge, and basically it says in the very end, it says, "Note that as Acting Regent Commander, it is not your duty to actually declare these deaths at this time, and those mm. deaths are uh, Paladin Eld, Paladin Brill, 
Paladin Zyre, Paladin Nog, Nolg, uh, Tetun Shiro, Tetun Cydia, Tetun Kali, and the Awoken Queen Mara. Which the interesting thing there, too, is that Aldrin is not listed. Mm-hmm. Well, we know he's on Mars well, we know. We know. Mm. But I don't, you know. So it, I think. Which it's taken him a hell of a long time to fix that shit, by the way. <laughs> the crows. I mean, the crows are very crow slow. <laughs> Not sure, but I mean, can you imagine if that's something that happens? Maybe it's the case that he's trying to get back to the reef and he realizes he can't navigate through an asteroid field with his current workings. So maybe he just crash lands on it with things like, yo, Guardians, I need your ship. Not Varric style this time. I promise I'll give it back. <laughs> cool? I just, I'm I know, still... I know, I know. It was a real douchebag earlier. But I knew the shit. <laughs> I promise I'll be nice to you in the future. I'm just, I'm still shocked that he got knocked from Saturn to Mars. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's pretty. That's a pretty. You the whole freaking planet and, and and multiple meteorites and asteroids in between. Um, yeah, that's pretty yeah. skillful right there. I actually and heard that now his pinch. I actually heard that now his hair is parted on the other side, so it's actually <laughs> it's everything's okay now. <laughs> so, <laughs> moving on. Oh, God. oh man! So going going back to the Taken War, um, I think we were on Mars. Taken War Mars, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. No, uh, yeah, it's Mars next. Mm. Okay. So, Taken War Mars. Without uh, this is a uh, yeah, this is Zavala's report to the speaker. Keep in mind that Mars, the Taken War Mars quest, is actually the last of the Taken War quests as well. And the card reads as follows: Without Take further on. analysis, it is hard to tell what impact, if any, this war on the Taken will have. The Echo, destroyed by the Guardian on Phobos, will certainly slow their advance. Now that we know access to the Black Garden in the old tunnels beneath the Freehold Station exists, we'll ensure those areas are regularly patrolled and locked down. At the end of the day, it is simply too soon to fully appreciate the stain Oryx has left in our system. So this kind of... It employs some interesting knowledge about the Taken, which is that even when Oryx doesn't have a commanding presence, and this isn't something that's revealed here immediately... The Taken can burrow into our worlds. And Eris keeps on saying this as we walk past, right? She has those moments where, you know, she states that the Taken are still blighting and infesting uh, our planets. So going through all of this, it just shows that, you know, even though they are summoned from some other space, they're very much here to stay. And they're not going to be as organized now that Oryx is dead, but they're still very much going to have a presence all around the world of destiny. Yeah, because they are instruments of pure sword logic, are they not? I mean, even without Oryx's, without Oryx pulling the strings, they're still going to follow the basic laws that are set before them, right? That was a big debate in chat, too, was what exactly is the mental build of the Taken? Um, I don't even think it's mental. I think no, it's, no, no, I think no, it's instinctual. I mean, like, well, no, and that's, I mean, I agree. I agree completely with you. But I know that there was a large conversation about, are they merely um, extensions of Oryx as his, like, mental? You know, I still, I still hold to the theory that they're like multiple man from the comics. Like, you know, originally they were extensions of 
the the original, but as they gain experience and as they grow, it they start responding to things differently, you know. And so as long as and though, but Oryx is kind of like the puppet master between them, and so as long as he was there, he was keeping them in line. And now that he's not there, I think they're snapping back to that that instinctual, like what you were saying, the instinctual sword logic, you know, this, the um, pursuit of the perfect shape. That's, that's kind of the interesting thing, though, because there's a two-part process to this, really, right? After Oryx has removed them, for one thing, he dominates their will, and so whilst they still have their own will, the taken jitter, you know, it shows that he is still very much controlling them, and they're not really capable of expressing themselves in any way other than he deems worthy. But at the same time, as you say, you know, Pursue of the Sword logic is something that he also does when he perfects them or makes them closer to perfect. Mm -hmm. So within that process, I don't necessarily know if the Taken can be seen as puppets to the puppet master because they it does appear they have some level of autonomy, right? Right. And I I would agree completely with that. Because uh, otherwise it would be a huge drain on him to keep that many fragments in line. Like, you know, mm. his attention would be, I don't know. I keep, I keep thinking about it as, um, as a, as kind of like a military strategy and you want your units to have some level of autonomy because you're not going to always have, the you can't micromanage, of right? Right, right. You don't want to micromanage because there's always going to be events that you know, like a guardian coming up, that you can't pers- that you can't um, predict hmm. because we are I mean, paracausal. Yeah. With with that extent, maybe the guardians coming up are the reason why he deploys echoes in certain places. I mean, the taken war cards; true. those are deployed for the sake of corrupting worlds, and they're completely different. We chase those down, but in the case of say. Uh, for example, right at the top of the colony ship where he, you know, we first go to pick up the stealth drive. That Taken, uh, sorry, the Taken there, they're just invading the Cosmodrome, but it's very clear that Oryx somehow has seen us and he knows we're there. And so I I feel as though that's just him directly reaching out and saying, okay, so you you can go ahead and do your thing, but this is a little above your pay grade. I'm going to try and help you out. Yeah, and I see it almost like, uh, and I know this isn't how it actually operates within them, but it's kind of almost like an algorithm. Like they can pursue um, so- the sword logic on their own, and they will. And it's not a matter of being, you know, of of having any of their own will. It's or having any of their own directives. It's just what they'll instinctually do. But and, uh, anything and else, dude. It's what they are, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's exactly it's what they've been turned into. And but anything I believe anything Oryx, uh, you know, tries to bring them to do it supersedes that. It's just it's just the it overrides anything they're already doing, and he can at will just kind of inhabit them. So you wait, hang on, let me back that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you think that a taking could be used as a proxy extension pretty much yeah yeah i mean how else could you you explain that uh that makes his echo does his echo does it it pops up Mm. at very strategic points uh, it is a game mechanic i think it is a game mechanic as a proxy i can see that 
Well, I, yeah. I mean, I actual just... Actual taken army, though, I like... The, I see them as a proxy of his will, but not necessarily a proxy of him. Right. Because, right? like, well, so... Um, so, okay, uh, Battlefield Earth, right? You know, they have the button cams. That's what I view Taken as for Oryx. He can't, yeah, he can't actually inhabit them, but he can, pers- he can like, no, tap to, into their perceptions. To him, I think they're chasms, like the chasms from the uh, future war cult thing. I, yeah. think, I think they're ways of – they're just like uh, points of intel. Like he's, he's gathering all this information through all the Taken, and he can kind of spread his – his jo- consciousness across yeah, them. Josh, Josh and chat pointed out the strain. Um, the master can use his vampire horde as proxies. That's exactly what I'm thinking is yeah. he can, he, but he doesn't, he doesn't inhabit them, but nah. he can like, can, well, no, 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 no. Like, because when you say inhabit, I mean, like I'm imagining Oryx's power. Yeah. It's, it's not possession. Yeah, it's not possession. Well, it's, it, yeah, like, I, I gotta agree with you there, Blue. Like, I'm thinking when you say inhabit of Mass Effect 2, whenever yeah. um, a Reaper decides, or, well, actually, technically, it's a collector uh, over mind deciding they want to physically embody themselves on the battlefield and inhabiting another collector. And, of course, that's all done through Reapers and whatnot. Spoiler alert if you've never played Mass Effect. But it is still a very, very different process by that extension, you know? Yeah, maybe well, a poor choice a of, of words. Mm. Like, um, I kind of see the Geth and the Vex have a lot of similarities, too, as far as Mass Effect and Destiny go. Um, you know, with the whole hive mind, robotic race type deal. And I think we are going to end up finding out somebody did end up creating them. But that's a theory yeah. that's that's out there on the pain scale. Mm-hmm. We'll find out eventually. Well, but I mean, you know, mm. yeah. Oh, man, gosh, there's just so many... This was like a huge part of the chat was this argument about the the mental or the the mental psychological, you know, entities of the Taken, which was really fun as much as it was frustrating, too, because we don't we well, don't know. Well, the the psychological, I think we can all well, we should all be able to agree that the psychological aspect, the the ego, the id, like everything about them that made them an indi- an, an individual is now gone. Yeah, the ego has. It's, well, yeah, I somewhere. don't think there's. I don't think not for all of them. Not for all of them. I mean, so if you're gonna if you're gonna break it down into psychoanalytics, I mean, like basically what a taken is is the the like pure manifestation of the id over the ego. The ego is still present, though. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, there's still it's still there because you can't fully. I think the argument I would make is you can't fully erase it because to fully erase it would be to destroy it completely. Mm-hmm. And so well, you have to, you have to, you have to dude. abuse it to a point where it fragments, and then you can restructure it to what you are. Which is going back into that taken shiver, you know that that you know, corruption wholly by the darkness in the other dimension and then shoved back. I think that's the, what that's exactly what's happening is it's taking that individuality and just like completely fry. It's breaking everything in that person. You know, like, you know, when you break a bone, you break it. And if you don't set it right, you have to break it again to set it back. And that's what he's doing. He's, he's completely shattering this individual 
and then he is putting a cast around it in the form of that you know that's when you see and then when they they get shoved back into our dimension they've been reset into a form that is quote unquote to oryx eyes perfect you, yeah, mm. and Pins, Pins has just said the kind of the same thing in chat. You know, basic training in military. You break someone down and then you build them back up in the form that you want. And that is, I mean, this this is, you know, obviously this is taken to a extreme, but I think that's also kind of that description of that taken shiver. That's exactly what it is because it's just such a, it's, it's there is enough self left in the taken to know that something is wrong and that's where that shiver comes from because if they destroyed the entire self they wouldn't shiver they'd be zombies so, so you're saying the shiver mm-hmm. is a physical manifestation of resistance yes yes okay I would, i'm with I that would, yeah i would i mm. i mean that's what it sounds like from the description you know that i got i can't remember where i pulled this from but i think it was like i think this was destinopedia they had you know, I think they, I mean they, they they do speak about it in the uh, one of the original trailers. You know, um, oh, that's right. That is that is yeah. That's where it's it an express. It's an expression of them being overpowered by Oryx. So you're right in that sense. Yeah. So okay. I like yeah, the I would. The, the the military comparison, Blue. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the best one because I, my little brother is in the military right now, and I mean he hated. <laughs> boot camp well you know it, it was terrible for him i don't know what that noise was but at the same time he still is obviously he's he's himself but they did definitely turn him into a soldier right. you know even though he's just working on helicopters point is while the military kind of broke him you know well broke him in i think would be a better term to use mm. and shaped him to at least do, Hey, you got to do this. This is what your life is now. He just deals with it. And at the same time, he, he maintains a little bit of himself. And as far as the psychology thing, I think it, that's a, that's a pretty spot on psychological comparison. Um, cause I mean, you have orcs who used to be or ash and he, Follow the orders of the worms with his sisters until he finally got to that point where he's like, I'm orcs. I'm the first navigator. I want more, you know, and he actually made the where he betrayed Akka so he could talk to the deep himself, get the tablets of ruin, become the taken king. Um, and now he takes, and it seems like he, he uses a, military stance on everything he has right. just your typical take and thrall you're taking knights you're taking centurions but then you have the, the leaders on the battlefield you know uh backs once he gets taken and um there's what was what was the was it a valis that got taken yeah or, valis yeah, on, town i want to say yeah primus yeah primus, town. It, primus rather not yeah not oh, it was, yeah it was a, it was a primus that's you know the uh the uh shield brothers that's the and reason. Shield commander brothers. at least yeah well he to was me, one of the seems... three and that's the reason that the shield brothers are like pissed yeah, as, yeah, yeah. pissed as hell they're not happy with the works yeah, give us the primus or we'll blow the ship <laughs> 
But yeah, but yeah, yeah. just standing there with a huge gun, kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy style. Well, and you know, if you want, let's you know, let's jump into the different forms real quick. Um, Justin, you want to let's you know, well, we're talking about the Cabal. Let's start with the Cabal. You want to just yes. want to pull up the Centurion? Yes, sir. Let's talk about the Centurion. You are a Centurion, commander of the battlefield, the eye and the fist of the Cabal, the tough leather that binds the unit together. You have been taken. Be quiet now. Nothing here needs your orders. Everything knows what it has to do. What discipline binds you? What protocols guide your command? The unit depends on you. You guide them with your sensors. With your weapons, you crack the enemy's strength and leave them in disarray. But you cannot control everything. The enemy can see your command. The enemy can claim the strong ground, move forward from cover, and kill you first. You must be sure there is always another threat. There is a knife for you. It is shaped like it will find you. Take up the knife. Push yourself upon it. Take your new shape. And this is exactly the speech I gave Blue before he went to E3. I said, be quiet now. <laughs> Nothing here needs your orders. Everything knows what it has to do. <laughs> oh, goes ahead and he says, there's a knife for you. Take it. <laughs> no. Threw a knife at Blue. Oh, Jesus. Thank, thank God I didn't take his advice. The TSA probably wouldn't like that too much. No, yeah, no. They probably wouldn't. Have. Well. Oh, man. They would just say, taken. <laughs> We're taking there, there you off the plane, sir. Yeah, there, there would have been other. <laughs> I think there would have been other words flight. used. <laughs> oh, good lord! Yeah, I love that card because it's just like almost. It's almost like he's comforting this poor centurion. Well, it's like, shh, shh, honestly, it's kind of like that with all of <laughs> them. Like, yeah, exactly. You know, they're his children. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of it, though, Justin. I mean, it's it's he's kind of like that evangelist that you see on tv that starts preaching then he starts puts his hand on somebody's forehead shakes their head a little bit and then smacks him and says you're healed he's that guy yeah. except he's actually given you know powers um and this kind of breaks down how he does it it's like hey the the shouting all that you don't you don't need to do that nobody really needs you to do this now this is what you're doing doing wrong why are you doing these things you have no reason to now i'm going to help you here is your weakness your enemies can move on you from the battle blah 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 so we're gonna fix that weakness you're taken take this knife and uh give it a blue crew 86 (laughs) Mm -hmm. so you can take it on the plane yeah I'm gonna get I'm gonna get flagged for putting this podcast up. <laughs> so yeah, I, I've got it. So next up, we have the Phalanx once again, Cabal, and it's a fairly similar card. You are a Phalanx, one shield in the stalwart Cabal line, advancing patiently into the storm. You have been taken. Unclench your fists. Nothing here can harm you. This is the only place where you are safe. What training reassures you? What reflex guides your arm? You put up your shield and it protects you. It protects your brothers and your sisters. But your strength is not enough. You absorb punishment, but you wait for others to deal it back. You're too slow. 
you grant your enemy too much space. Your shield must be a weapon. There is a knife for you. It is shaped like retaliation. Take up the knife, tear a hole, take your new shape. And, you know, once again, it's, hey, this is who you are. Now, don't, you know, unclench your fists. Nothing's going to hurt you. You're safe here. What What is your training doing for you? What kind of reflexes you got here? Yeah, you have your shield. You're protecting your brothers and sisters, but you're not doing damage. So here, you can go do damage now. Take this knife. Go give it a blue. Terrible. And take your new shape. And, you know, that's that's a majority of the cards. You know, he... Mm-hmm. He does that same breakdown. It's you're doing this right now. You've been taken that same breakdown that I said, this is what you're doing. This is why it's wrong. I can help you this way. Now take your knife. And just, just, just for the record, we do have all that detailed out on the map, all the breakout of powers. Cause those mind maps, dude, they give me headaches when like, <laughs> they're the only way I, them. Oh They're the only God. ways that I make sense out of stuff. If you see uh, the, the destiny, time you, you guys are done with that thing, dude. Oh my God! I'm like, how? Why? No. Go look at, the, go look at my Osiris map. Oh no, the Osiris one's the worst. There's so many things. <laughs> can can we get them all like laid What's, out side it, by side it, and connect isn't it them? The log, the law organizational. Yeah, Captain Kex, Captain, Captain Kex, Kex for the win. Who is freaking MVP? Willie, go ahead and look that up. You literally need to <laughs> get your own app to do it, and your mind will be freaking blown. He, he I has do one of those, man. <laughs> he he has everything. You want to start somewhere? You you're gonna want to see this. It's yeah, it's, it's, the, it's, it, it's by far the most detailed damn thing yeah. you've ever seen in your life. It yeah. has. He, he has done an no exaggeration. Thing on that. Up to 99.9% of the stuff is in there. And if it's missing something, then I can't blame him because this thing is... It's so vast, you have to think of it as though you're navigating the Cosmodrome, you know? Like, that's what it reminds me of, you know? It's like, you don't think of it as just something you can put all in your head at once. You have to navigate through it from space to space. And and that's what I like about the mind maps, in all honesty. They, They are cool as hell. It's just mm-hmm. there's so much in from Blake, and you could tell, and that's why the mind maps work, mm-hmm. because you can start one, and then you can say, all right, this will go here, and then this will go here, and then the next thing you know, you've got this giant freaking spider web that says this is one great pig, and you're like, oh, wow, this all these things are connected. It all started right here, but... It's just, especially when I try to, like, look up, especially with the Osiris map, Blue has a lot of the Egyptian mythology in there, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, now I got to go see who this per- I didn't even know this person existed before. Now I got to go see who they are. It's Quit talking <laughs> bad about set. <laughs> uh, so, but anyways, that's to say we do have all the powers <clears throat> and the changes uh, broken out for the fallen forms on the mind map. So that'll be, that'll be linked in the show notes as well. And yes, you know, we do have to give a nod to the, the fun failings at the top of Cade stash mission, which is where you really learn their 
their dangerous qualities as he hides in the hallway waiting for you to jump. <laughs> and then I, I've got a name for him. Can you say it? Is it PG-13? PG no, no it's PG-17. <laughs> can, you, can you at least find some way of can someone type it down in the chat so that I know? Because I don't know this name. <laughs> I'll try it. Oh man! So, so the last the last cabal form is the scion. Mm. Speaking of clever minds, you are a scion, clever, canny specialist, bolted into the cabal hierarchy. A pilot, an investigator, a manipulator, an operative. You have been taken. Be still. Your endless vigilance is done. Nothing will enslave you ever again. What hidden plan do you obey? What is your secret principle? Your mind is a weapon. The world breaks when you think. Secrets peel apart for you, like fruit. But you are a rare thing. There are so few of you. Your frailty betrays you. You must be manifold. There is a knife for you. It is shaped like division. Take up the knife. Cut yourself apart. Take your new shape. And so the really cool thing about this one is, again, shows off all the different aspects of this individual, but it tells us so much more about the Scions, Mm -hmm. right? Which I think is the big win for this one, because for starters, you know, it says so many different things, such as bolted into the Cabal hierarchy and nothing will enslave you ever again. So That's the biggest one for me. It implies directly that, you know, we have a totally different race here. The Scions are not Cabal by nature. They are part of the same military organization and the same military hierarchy, but they're not the same. Which, so that's awesome. Which yeah. begs the question of, is the Cabal actually a race or is the Cabal the title for the Empire? Or is the Cabal, mm. or is the cabal a Cabal? Right. Well, I mean, that's what I mean. Is it is oh, it actually okay. a Cabal? I, I mean, because, you know, your space turtles... The space yeah. turtles, what are those? Are those cabal mm-hmm. or are those something? And you know, and then you know, obviously, is this what's the race? Of yeah, the no, I think I viewed the scion as an assimilated race, much like um, oh, yeah. the different races of the covenant in Halo or the I mean, Roman Empire. No, yeah, yeah, I mean, literally, scions were auxiliaries from other parts right. of the empire that right. weren't primarily from Rome or the Italian provinces, right? Yes, so. yeah, pretty much. I mean, and that's why that's why I was I mean, I'm completely on board with the Scions being a different race. Um and it's not surprising that the word enslaved I mean, because the Cabal you know, we talked about that in the Cabal episode. <laughs> the Cabal is like blatantly the Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. I mean it you, you you it's just it's the Roman Empire. That is the inspiration for the Cabal, and I don't I don't know what else could be that more obvious and so i mean when you're talking about enslaved races inside the ranks and you know their hierarchy but the cool thing about this is we also know that the scions have an entire well the theory the ice reavers the only ice reavers that we know are the three scion the three um flares the i can't remember their name off the top of my head but the the elemental flares actually yeah not yeah, just the them. 
it's flares in general, which is what's really interesting, right? Mm-hmm. And the reason you can say this oh, is because yeah, the right. flares, they also appear in the Challenge of the Elders. Mm-hmm. And if you get killed by one of those, they are also listed as past, uh, part of the Ice Reaver faction. But so they still, have an the entire point, faction. Yeah, the point still somewhat stands um, that you're making here. But it, it, it begs the question, of course, again, what's the motivation underneath, you know? It's, well, I mean, um, if it's, I mean, again, going back to the Roman Empire, slaves could win their freedom through military service, and they could actually not just win their freedom, they could theoretically become, you know, a, a in, masters like, themselves, masters themselves, right? Because, I mean, that was, that was one of the thing with the gladiators, the gladiators, supposedly, you know, there were a few gladiators who could, who eventually went on to own other slaves, and become their hmm. own their own instructors in the gladiatorial combats. So I mean that I mean again, not a huge surprise. I mean yeah. I mean and, and there's just the blatant difference between the majority oh, of the yeah. cabal and the scions. Yeah. It's like Science. you're a turtle, you're a turtle and you're like a you're shrimp. like a squiggly little <laughs> But yeah. You're like, you're, you're a turtle, you're a turtle, you're an imp. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, he's gonna hit puberty. He'll fill out. <laughs> Don't worry. He'll be okay. He's vertically yeah. challenged, and there is nothing wrong with that. He's, well, we he's wiry. My, I he's stand wiry. by my support of that. Well, and I know, I know the science. On the plus side, also he's, have... he's in way better shape than all the other. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he is. Whom I feel his BMI heavily... is much healthier. <laughs> yes. They breathe heavily a lot. <laughs> But I was oh. going to say, we also know that the Scions have, uh, I think it's scalpel leeches. I want to say, yes. scalpel, scalpel leeches. Yes, no, because you can you can tell from. Uh, it was a bounty, wasn't it? Yeah, patrol a, mission. That's right. Yeah, you had to collect the. Didn't you? But the cool thing about from the, the cool thing about that was that you know the hive had scalpel leeches too. There was really? there was when a patrol was... there was a patrol mission on the moon. That you had to kill knights to get. I, I want to say it was. I, I I'll have to look and I'll have to make sure that I'm saying that right. But there was there was a connection between the patrol mission to collect scalpel leeches from the scions and a patrol mission on the moon when you had to kill knights for something very similar. And I want to say it was a scalpel leech. So there was there was a potential parasite too. Yeah. Well, first of all, gross. <laughs> Second of all, <laughs> um, yeah, in depth uh, and insightful law commentary. First of all, <laughs> now it's a I don't for redemption, know. Justin. I kind of, I kind of feel like we're doing him a favor with that one. But go ahead, Willie. Really. I was just going to point out that uh, in that flare strike, they do mention, you know, hey, what would the flares talk to Rasputin about? And they would say, hey, I'm a slave to – I want to say this. I can't remember the exact quote. Uh, I'm enslaved to a mas- master of lesser will, I think, was what it was. Uh, yeah, pretty much downing the the rest of the Cabal Empire as far as we know so far. Saying, We're, I'm a slave too, just like you by these stupid people. They're just bigger and stronger than me. I guess in the case of Rasputin, it would be the fact that he doesn't have an actual physical body, which he used to in another story that we'll never get to know. But I just wanted to throw that connection out there that, you know, that once again says how the 
Sons are kind of slaves that are still trying to kill us for the Cabal Empire. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to find it actually right now. Isn't there but, the other Rasputin quote where where he's talking to the stranger and he says something about I was once like you, a slave to lesser masters? No, that's that's no. the that's the strike. But he, oh, is it? Oh. It's not the Dust Palace. It's um. It's the, um, I keep wanting to call it Charlemagne's vault, and that's definitely not it. No, I don't know. That, that would be me, that awesome. Would, that would be amazing. That would be awesome. <laughs> but um, it's, we got the Undying Mind. By if you're, you're on PlayStation, you've had that strike forever. What's, <laughs> well, you, what's, you have it too. What, what's the flavor? We've the got flare? it now. No, I, well, I mean, the strike, mind. The, <laughs> the strike is the Dust Palace. Is it? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'm just trying. Which to just, it's not that card though. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Tr- I'm trying to find it. Nobody likes that one. No, it just it doesn't be, have anything. As a it's strike, one that <laughs> I want to say isn't it Cade that narrates it? Yeah, maybe. Um, I'm gonna have to look and find it after. It's after a the good show. card. We read so, it on the Cabal episode. Thank you, Pens. Um, Pens got it. I was a servant too. I was an instrument of war bound to the will of a lesser master, but I learned to be something more. It was from Ghost Fragment Rasputin. Yeah. There we go. Thank That's you, exactly Pens. exactly what I was talking about. Good man, Pens. Right, I don't but, care what but he's, about you. But he was talking about the, um, the Dust Palace strike because the, the flares... Yeah, mm-hmm. trying to delve into it, and they was like he was like, you know, what are he's, they, what he's, are they imi- he's imitating about? one of them talking right. back to Rasputin. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. How about uh, so we've talked a lot about the Cabal now. What about the Fallen? This is segue. So I, you know, it. it kind of interesting there is that the fallen are actually there's only two forms of taken from the fallen ranks and the first is the captain and that card says you are a captain the only thing between your band and asphyxiation every dreg and vandal counts on you all of them want to be you your entire life is a performance you play at strength or you die of weakness you have been taken Take off your cape. Set down your weapons. No usurper watches you. Nothing is measuring your vulnerability. What are you proud of? What keeps you brave? You were noble once. You know it. You wear the memory of power so that you can lead. But power asks for challenge. Everything that sees your banners and your riches wants to kill you and take what you have. If you cannot hide yourself... You must make them blind. There is a knife for you. It is shaped like you cannot find me. Take up the knife. Breathe the blade. Take your new shape. This is this is Justin's like favorite super ever. Oh, you mean the blinding awful The blind balls. Hor- the horrificness of yeah. Um the, the term <laughs> oh, God, Stevie, here we wonders. Go. <laughs> Stevie Wonders and Bound. Stevie Wonders. No, no, I love, I love this. <laughs> Quit laughing, Blue. That's what they're called. 
I'm so glad you can't see me right now, Justin, but you're going to look back at the stream and you're going to realize what I've just done. No, no. I'm, bye if I don't go backwards. That's not me. I'm a shark. Just swimming forwards. Or else I'll die. You're a shark? I'm a shark. Sharks can't swim backwards. It's a, watch Natural Green Geographic. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm trying to think of an appropriately named shark for Justin. Bruce. No. There no. isn't one, you know? There's, no, there's, there's not. There's not. Watch National Geographic. God, read a book. Bye. <laughs> Damn it, Justin. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Is that when Shark Week is going on on National Geographic, Justin shuts off all social media. His phone, he just Bives, closes I all literally, the yeah, I think, ah. I think Vibe just went to his trailer. Oh, no, he's still here. Okay, cool. <laughs> <Just> my, <laughs> my trailer, what? Yeah, well, that's only the Hollywood. best for our guests here at Focus no, Fire I'm, Chat. I'm, I'm not Hollywood. And by the way, only the best for our guests. That's That's exactly why they have Justin here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, I love the I love the line take off your cape, set down your weapons. Um it's almost like um when he says your entire life has been a performance. That's so much of the the fallen way of life has been mm-hmm. a has been just it's just saving face so no one thinks they can they can take your place. Mm, um, Fame glory. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, it also just, reminds you of the uh, card from the Books of Sorrow, where the darkness is like, nah, nah, sit here, put your feet up, you know, take, mm. your, take your armor off, relax. Exactly. Yeah, and that still reminds me so much of the way Tolan. Right, speaks. yeah, there's, a, there's the debate like, whether or not that's Tolan or if that's um, the darkness talking. I wouldn't debate that. I mean, and, and especially with that being the Books of Sars card, um, it's the one that's right after Oryx is just tricked Daka so he can convene with the Deep. So, I mean, I, I think it would be safe to say that that card specifically is, was yeah, the, the deep, deep. But it, what it makes you question is Tolan. how close <laughs> to the Deep is Tolan right now. Yeah. Because, I mean... There are cards where we figured it's Tolan, and he. When you look at the the, the speech pattern, it's so similar. Like Tolan is, he, he's drunk on that hive beer recipe that he found with Omar. It's the same <laughs> cadence and tone, and almost. Uh, it, it, and, it's almost that he almost uses the same lexicon as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the music of the conversation. It's, it's a it's a very insane. poetic way of putting it, Justin. Thank you. Thank Where you did have you steal my... that from? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Bife. I'm trying to run a serious show and you're berating me in front of all my viewers. <laughs> I'm so sorry, dude. I couldn't help it. Oh my god, you guys! Uh, I love it. I love it. So, so from so from uh, the Taken Captain. We go down a rung in the fallen hierarchy to the taken vandal. I'm just going to put that last bit behind me. We'll edit that out in post. Um, <laughs> uh, you are a vandal. You slip through life like a thief, trying to hide from everything greater than you. 
lest you be reduced again to a dreg. You've been taken. Come out into the light. You will never be diminished again. No one will ever rebuke you with a blade. What captain disciplines you? What obedience has been burnt into your lungs? You do as your captain commands. You wield the weapon you are given. You teach the dregs and make sure everyone pays their share of the loot. But nothing is yours. You have no space to call your own. You desire a place of safety. You deserve to be alone with yourself. There is a knife for you. It is freaking orcs is regifting. <laughs> like seriously, bro, you gave this knife to like. <laughs> Anyways, take up the knife, make it's, it your companion, take your like new you shape. You have a steak knife and you have a fish knife. They're different <laughs> knives, bro. <laughs> Freaking chill. Orcs just yeah. orcs. orcs bought in bulk. Orcs, orcs went to Costco and got some oh knives. Oh my god, dude. I was just thinking. No, like seriously, everyone this Christmas is getting a knife, and that's exactly what I'm gonna say. No card, no nothing. Just there was a knife for you. Orcs, orcs, orcs just goes around and he's just like okay, Orcs is a Costco member confirmed. Yeah, but the the one thing I love about this card paired with the captain card is the language um, speaks to the fallen hierarchy, like the fallen mm-hmm. – uh, the kind of the, – the social structure because in both instances, Oryx kind of comforts them that their, their position is no longer in jeopardy. Which like, is interesting because yeah. the Taken are like the embodiment of sword logic in the darkness. And sword logic is the exact opposite of that. Yeah, but if you've been made perfect, how can anything come for you? Mm. Well, well, closer to perfect. Yeah, but I mean, but what I'm saying is like, you know how we were talking about the taking kind of having that instinctual sword logic, right? That the, the, especially the captain card, it feels really weirdly juxtaposed to that idea because like he's like no 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 it's mm. okay just put your weapons down it's cool but i'm like well no wonder you get shot in the face you're putting well your, the like, vandal you know. card too and it's funny because i think and i could be wrong here correct me but i think it's just the two fallen cards that are like this yeah the the fallen are kind of like weirdly comforting also why does the vandal have a queen breaker's bow because snipe is it's 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 any sniper. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. I just, just I just like I just was looking at it. A, and I'm like, mm. it's just a wire well, rifle. That's what the Queen's Breakers bow is. Queen Breakers right. bow. It's yeah. not it, a Queen's. It's just breakers. a wire yeah. rifle that was wielded by a specific oh, exactly a Queen's Breakers that attempted to. Yeah, it's um, the same thing with all of those POE weapons. Uh, the <laughs> one thing that strikes me as really interesting about this is how the two cards are almost showing how fragmented the Fallen really are. Mm-hmm. Because Oryx is talking individually to each of these, you know, characters. And in the side of the Vandal, you've got, you know, what captain disciplines you? What obedience has been burnt into your lungs? You know, it's saying, oh man, I feel really sorry for you. You know, you do as the captain commands and whatnot. It's almost like they're the mid-rung of an oppressive force. But at the same time, looking on the flip side of the captain, you know, Take off your cape, set down your weapons. No usurper watches you, which would naturally be a vandal. Nothing is measuring your vulnerability. You know, you were noble once. Uh, your entire life is a performance. Every dragon vandal counts on you. 
And it's, it's these two really, really different perspectives. One of them from the captain is saying, well, hey, the Vandals are just backstabbing you and everybody needs to follow your orders. You're the one that really has all the stress. And when you look at the Vandal, it's really saying, oh, well, hey, the Dregs are just a burden and the captain's just a bit of a douche. Yeah. And so really it shows from each character's perspective how much each member of the fallen race you know, really trusts each other according to their rank and station. Well, and you how know? much they hunger for that ether. Well, it's 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 not just that, but it just shows generally. You know, they yeah. talk about the um, they talk about the whirlwind and the scatter and everything, right. and all of these different events throughout the history of the fallen that have divided them. Whether it's something as huge as the whirlwind, or whether it's just something that pertains to a single house, but constantly there's this thread running through them ever since the whirlwind. I'd want to say where every single one of them is united for convenience and really is very much alone, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's and that's what's so kind of telling about it, you know? They don't trust each other. Well, and, you know, you have Skolas and the whole wolves situation where Skolas is calling for them to become the whirlwind. You know, they, they're, they're trying to become the thing that they fear because they think that that would make them more powerful and more secure. And I think, yeah. you know, Varix also makes a comment about how the fallen are trapped in this, this system where old gods and old powers are waking up and they're like, ah, you know, like they're, they're actually like the mortals who are like watching the Titans fight. And they're like, just trying to stay out from underfoot because every other race kind of has, you know, the cabal have the, the entire weight of the empire outside their system weight and like pushing them forward. The Vex have the Vex, like they just, they exist wherever they want to. And the hive have Oryx and then the, the guardians and the awoken and all the, they have the traveler and the light and the fallen just kind of like, Meh. we have oh, you gotta remember that. servitors and ether and, and, you know, but, because we have the great machine. The great machine left them, presumably, for us. Well, so they're kind of like that jealous ex-girlfriend. That just, well, you know. but I mean, I don't know. But I would she's even not as pretty as she I, 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 kinda... only shake, I only shake my head because it's kind of <laughs> what Willie is saying is kind of true. It's such a weird analogy for it, but yes, it's totally it, true. It's a, it's a weird analogy, but it's true. Like this is the only other race that we have knowledge of that exists in game right now that has also had the traveler bless them. I mean, we've read about the Yusamine and uh all there's so many other races we've read about being blessed with the light that the hive well, and eventually the taken as well have taken down. But these are the ones that actually survived their collapse and followed the traveler here we don't have wreck any other well as far as we know anyway i don't know those Probably cephalopods no. those cephalopods yeah, are coming Yusufians. to get you yeah you're just giving <laughs> the squids a chance what you're doing. the fact that everything's so pair casual in destiny right now and Dude. we still don't know what the nine are what if the nine are you know Dude. a collection of dragons those Justin, yes, are you secretly behind What's I'm that? I'm realizing this now more and more. The minute that you start speaking, Justin, I realize that you're really Pahanin. <laughs> it's it's pronounced it's pronounced Pahanin. Pahanin. No, it's pronounced well, pancake. It's pancake. Uh, Just get it right. It's, it's going blue on no, this. No, but we'll, we'll include that. We'll include that little foible in the errata. 
We'll do that. <laughs> so but pretty much every what year... I gather from this now is that blue is your handle. Uh, you you are officially Cade yeah every every now and then I hold a boat race it's called the Pahanin Regatta and we (laughs) 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 sorry I'm so sorry I apologize he just pulled a pin you just made Um, Bife pull a pin (laughs) did he leave? (laughs) no he just face death he's you made, <laughs> That's audible in the podcast now, just so you know. Yeah, it's, so, it's, it's, I, I actually that. have a salient point to bring up if you people could just quit. Um, <laughs> uh, actually, actually, I what I love about these two, and we can move on real quick because we've spent way too much time on these two Fallen cards, but they're so awesome, is uh, one thing to remember is that Oryx is – is evaluating these these two characters without the subjectivity of a moral type of outlook. Mm-hmm. So he's completely amoral, which is why um, his which is why his description changes. Exactly, but exactly. So he doesn't have a case to case like he. There's no talking like, oh, I was talking to the captain earlier and I told him this, so surely I got it. No, no. He's like literally he views each instance in yeah. the instance, but. One of the sentences at the beginning of the captain of the of the captain card when he says you are a captain the only thing between your band and asphyxiation and that is the first time I think I've heard anyone I mean you always hear about the about the fallen meritocracy as being this evil thing and as as each level below as being oppressed and yes it's probably true but well, it is orcs now. is like yeah, well, Orcs is like, yeah, yes, yes, maybe that's true, but no one understands the burden that you that you actually hold, making sure that all this ether is doled out and making sure everyone lives. Because even down to the lowest drag, if if your people don't live, you don't succeed. So, mm. you know, it, you know, the other thing that this makes me <clears throat> this makes me think of is he's convincing them. To not fight being taken. Oh, this is a sales pitch? Yeah. You know what else I, makes I a sales that. pitch? A ghost to a guardian. <laughs> Just No, he makes a really crappy sales pitch. Just get up. We'll explain it later. No one cares. <laughs> Here's a gun. Here's a gun. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> but no, I mean, think about it. Who else is making... Because remember, we know that a guardian can refuse to be reborn or risen. They can choose to come back. Only or not. chief. That, Only that's chief. not chief. Ten ten two yeah. oh one is not chief. I Only Rizzle. It's not. Um. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, what uh, both of you are wrong. <laughs> no way. No. The Rizzle thing could be a possibility. The Rizzle yeah. thing is more of a possibility than chief. Chief. No, I mean, I honestly, we, we, I do feel like that was a a nod from Bungie about don't. Him. I think I you no have idea. a giant chief head as a building. But they confirmed that was just a happy coincidence. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was just a coincidence. Okay, I believe me that when my turns purple and smells like rainbow sherbet. Until then, they did that um, on purpose because they wanted a nod to chief. I need to feed you some beetroot and red wine. <laughs> yes, because <laughs> apparently that's the recipe. <laughs> <laughs> that, 
now I gotta try that. See, yeah, I gotta see go to the store tomorrow and get a bun of beetroot. I still, I still think that pod. I still think that pod ten two oh one is Fran's Bible. A nod to Fran's Bible. That was actually blue. I couldn't even believe when you dug that up. Uh, that was so crazy. Still, and kind of firmly, firmly on that. That like, I think I'm the only person in that camp, but I still think it's true. Okay. Well, I mean, you reached way out there. You're like, oh, here's a piece of history of the world that this this. It's actually what happened. I do. <laughs> so, so you want to move to the hive? <laughs> let's move to the hive. Why don't we? Okay, and um, when do that? I think we're gonna notice. Like, I want to say Justin was just saying a little bit of blue too, but it it's like orcs decides to go ahead and comfort these different races in different ways. Mm-hmm. And when we get down to the hive, this is his own race. This is who used to be what the um, Leviathan called Krill people, and they became the hive. And he does take his own people, and the one I have here is the Acolyte. You are an Acolyte, half-grown backbone of the hive. Cunning and ambitious, and crushed beneath your mighty rulers. You have been taken. Stop praying. Give up your resuscitations. Your faith is fulfilled. You will be strong now. What is your creed? What do you believe? That you are alone? That you may, with caution and care, survive to grow and gather tribute? That you may one day lead the centuries-long crusade. But you are lightly armed and craven. You hide behind cover and wish for greatness. Glory escapes you. You need help. There is a knife for you. It is shaped like not alone. Take up the knife. Call on its company. Take your new shape. And to me, I mean... What exactly do the acolytes get? Because it's the, they the get science the acolytes that multiply. They get, they the, get the acolytes eye, which is just the sort of well stationary turret that they can oh, generate. That's right. And it's it's like which a is awful yeah. inking. Yes, yes. Awful, awful, awful. It's awful. like a very small shrieker. They also yeah, get they also turret. get um, a void shield. Hmm, this is true. <laughs> which formerly they didn't have any shields. So hmm. scions get them too. So it's kind of like the weaker races for the most part. Yeah, scions get. get I can't void too. It's, it's also void. Void. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You do need to have ironclad for the shields on scions to show up, though. I'm pretty sure. <clears throat> yeah, but they do exist. They are. I thing. do know that the scions copy if it spawns with full health, even if the scion is not at full health. So, but yeah, yep. But again, so the interesting thing about the acolyte, well, actually the interesting thing about the whole hive too, is that we know that the hive, the hive is, you know, very beholden to ritualistic faith. And it's interesting to me that he's telling the acolyte to give up the recitations because you you have entered into your you know you have you have um, 
become what you want, what you believe that you would become. You're the next contestant on The Price is Right. Come on down. Acolyte, come on down. (laughs) But no, it's it's this really... It's it's this really interesting thing with all of them. You're right, Blue, because it's uh, it's this constant note that as they're trying to ascend further and become close to this aspect of death, by being taken, they're fulfilling to a certain extent their will, serving the darkness and whatnot. But it's ah, it's still such an interesting one that their own faith, and to a certain extent, I guess, does that mean their faith is the sword logic? Can you separate the two? Could you see that as the weakness? I, well, I, I don't think he's not saying. See, I read it as he's not saying give up your faith. He's giving. He's saying give up your recitations. Yes, the recitations Stop is the. Praying. That's the practice that you that you employ to make it. Yeah. To where they they're apparently at. So he's like, you don't have to do that anymore. Because I mean, yeah, you recite too late. Right. You prayed enough. Mm-hmm. It's time for you to do something else. Because, like, it's like chanting a mantra. You know, you you, but, you chant a mantra to become, to make a habit to be a quote better yeah. individual. So, if you are told give up your, you know, give up your mantra, your faith is fulfilled. Mm-hmm. That means that you have entered into a state that is that perfect state. So it's not it's not saying your faith give up your faith it's saying give up that crutch of the recitations you don't need that anymore you are what you've strived to be yep yep and I hate to do this but I was muted and I, I hate to correct but it would be called the price's blight no moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Well played, sir. Well played. <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Bye if I apologize. Ah. <laughs> One thing that I, uh, I wonder about as we go through the cards is, like, when we talk about the champions, they all have their own specific card for that named character. But as, as we're going through the different races and the different, um, subtypes of enemies you know do you i kind of feel like this is just more like a generalized kind of like videotaped recording you know like back in the day when they used to tape your eyes open make you watch subliminal messaging until you know you were a broken whatever the clockwork orange yeah (laughs) clockwork orange Sorry, sorry. Continue. Uh, I'm sorry. You said tape your eyes open. That's what I I see when I, well, as we're going through these cards, it's just that it it seems like he's like, all right, you're this general subclass, subtype, so this is your message. You're going to conform. Once again, it's a a militaristic uh, way to go about things for, for orcs recruiting. Mm-hmm. Well, but I mean, I think the inf- the imp- the emphasis on that is that this is a recruiting statement, which again, I can't, I cannot help but see this as being very similar to what the conversation I imagine between a ghost and its guardian would be. You know, it's like you don't 
like except this is this is not i mean not playing off this but this is a darker variant of it he's like yeah i'm gonna take you anyways like you don't really have a choice but if you don't struggle too much because i'm actually trying to put you make you better it'll be easier on you i don't really care (laughs) it's like you know i'm still gonna i'm still gonna dunk you in the dark but well yeah i mean because we once again we know that he forces his will upon all of them um but at the same time you have the fact that he says this is who you are this is what you do these are the things you need to question this is why what you're doing is wrong and weak here's your knife so you can take a new shape go give it a blue crew 86 um or you can email it to K A I C I U F I U S. Yes. Your choice. Nice. <laughs> well played, sir. GG. But it's just, you know, it's, he does go through that. Instead of just saying, you sit there, I'm taking you, he, he goes through that trouble of saying, I. Mm been in your mind i see the plight of where you're at right now this is how i'm gonna make you better and uh that's that's just my two cents on it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean i yeah i i agree i mean but it also again it also this also points to there's a degree of that self left after they've been taken because otherwise exactly. why would he care if he's if he's completely carving out and just creating a husk, you don't care. I mean, yeah, you can struggle all you want. You're not going to be there after the fact. So yeah, exactly. You know, he he says, "Hey, listen, I care about you. These people don't, but I care about you. Well, so you should be in my army. It's going to happen anyway. So give me a hug." Well, he's not making them him. He's making them perfect. He's making them the most perfect version of what they could be. That includes a little bit of them. Sure. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, especially when you look at like Malak and, uh, you know, once again, Texas and the seditious mind, um, was the, I still haven't gotten a chance to do it yet, even though I think it was a nightfall one of the weeks. Um, the taken archon did, is that still, um, it's it, it's not named Axor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's not Axor. It's a different no. archon. I want to I want to say it's civics. I don't know something along those lines. <laughs> I think I think Bife was ready to read a little bit about Brian McKnight. <laughs> <laughs> a knight of where some the, kind. Yeah. Where the hell did Brian McKnight come from? <laughs> Why did that happen? That's what I call knights in Destiny. Just get on board. <laughs> Recesses of Justin's mind somewhere. <laughs> but no. Take a knight. <clears throat> you are a knight, ancient warrior elite, dreadful backbone of the hive. You have scarred entire worlds. You have been taken. Set down your sword. Put down your boomer. The fight is not yet begun. True immortality awaits you. What vow compels you? What drives you down the long centuries? You fear death. 
Even as you visit nothingness on your foes, even as you gather tribute from your acolytes, you know that one day your strength will be outmatched, and your centuries of slaughter will end. So you practice your guard, you call up walls to protect you. You betray the sword logic. You compromise the totality of your violence. Why protect your ground when you could take the enemies? You need to make your guard into a weapon. There is a knife for you. It is shaped like no more fear. Take up the knife. Hide no more. Take your new shape. And so, yeah. Interesting insight into the mentality of a hive and the fear of death. It's kind of amazing given that their society is all in the very idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the fear of succumbing to the worm, maybe. Or each other. I mean, it's perpetual... Yeah. I don't know. It reminds me of Roman politics. Perpetual slaughter. Endless mm-hmm. war to make each other stronger. Mm-hmm. War without end. Well, it's the constant sharpening of a knife against the other knife. Mm-hmm. You know, you use you use the blades of the other the others to sharpen your own blade. It makes it makes a really good society, <laughs> but it makes a really paranoid society as well. What's that one 40k phrase? Uh, in the darkness of the distant future, there is only war. Ooh. <laughs> Just. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was very well delivered. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's actually pretty good. I think I think Blue has Thrally Shore, or Thrall McCartney, whichever one you... McCartney, here, I knew that was I coming. whichever one you... <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a name for every single one of these? Yes. Yes. Yes, he does. <laughs> I've got a name for everything. Just wait until you start talking to him about Overwatch. So but that's not that's not PG. I still haven't gotten into oh, that God. game yet. Oh, it's 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 excellent. But we're not we're not going to talk about Overwatch. So the thrall. <laughs> you are a thrall, numberless spawn of the hive, shrieking and expendable, one pebble in an avalanche. You have been taken. Stop howling. Set down your claws. Your fear is over. Your weakness is done. You will be strong now. What is your purpose? What law drives you? To close with the enemy, to rend it, to move in great numbers, to cower when alone, to swarm when together. But you are predictable, frail. You cannot pass through fire and shot. You need to be elusive. There is a knife for you. It is shaped like sideways. Take up the knife. Use it. Take your new shape. One of the most interesting things to me about the Thrall is the fact that their attack changed from arc to solar. On there, I want to get behind that, though. But yes, so their ability is basically short range teleportation stupid <laughs> stupid coming from a hunter it's stupid which is all about close range all teleportation about that link, baby. link shade step no all about that, uh, yeah i mean i'll grant i'll grant you that we warlocks taught you one of those but i mean y- yeah yeah yes <laughs> right people that's butin. You you never taught us how to fill out a sundress, though. 
Well, this is certainly revealing. Justin, what else do you want to tell us? Oh, God. No, no, it's actually... So, so, so why is it that Mola said your voice was like a flower again? Well, because mainly because of my... I think it was primarily because of my diction. I love how your accent got 50% more Texan the minute that I said that. I love that you had a percentage ready. <laughs> Gosh, darn it, guys. Come on. Jeez. Get good. Um, I think it's interesting that they'll take a thrall, but they won't take a drag. I'm like, what's up? Right. That's what I was going to say. I was like, that was really kind of really odd for me was I was like the thrall, but not the drag. So maybe they just well, got down to the wire and just didn't I have time to animate a taking drag. <laughs> Um, you know, he's like, I'll take the weakest of my own people, but as far as your dregs that you rip your arms off of because you feel they're not good enough, you you can keep those. But he took the scions. Well, I guess the scions are technically pretty powerful in their the, own right. Yeah, though. I was about to say, the scions, although they're the smallest in the Cabal yeah, army, that's true. Mm-hmm. they're the most intelligent. You know, they're, the, they're pretty useful as far as, mm-hmm. you know, the hierarchy goes. Yeah. I'd put them above... Um, I'd probably put them above phalanxes and just typical centurions, or at least on the same round as centurions. Well, in right. terms of being a pain in the ass, yes. <laughs> the, that and, you know, just the hierarchy itself. Yeah, no, just, just done it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, so much win. Okay, so I think... Got I think are we done? Yeah, we've got a wizard to talk about. Or a witch. Wizard. Technically. A witch, whatever you want to call it. You are a wizard, master of forbidden secrets, butcher of physics. You have been taken. Abandon your thoughts. You will never understand this. The final secret will tell itself to you. What logic do you obey? What theory guides your incisions? You create terrible magic and you spawn new flesh, but you are frail. Behind all your furious power, behind your shields and your legions of attendants, you know you might yet be stripped of your defenses and pinned to ruin. You need to be never alone. There is a knife for you. It is shaped like blues. Call forth the numberless. Take up the knife. Issue forth a horde. Take your shape. Yeah, I identify with this one. I where it says abandon your thoughts, you will never understand this. Like speaks to me. <laughs> and you tried to speak back. I I tried to speak back into the void and was met by silence. So the interest the the interesting thing about the wizards is they actually get two abilities. They get the shadow thrall, which is the endless hordes. But then they also get the necromatic gaze, which is kind of like a a mini. Well, it's the same as the darkness mm-hmm. blast, but it's solar instead. Mm-hmm. And then, and they traded their solar shield for a void shield, which was an interesting. Like the the changes, I think, are kind of intriguing as well. So, but so 
Do they still have the the annoying cloud? I think they do. No, I don't. Think no annoying so. cloud. No, okay. they do not. No, I, they no I haven't seen it grass. at least. Okay. Okay. Annoying I know that the knights like... still have the stupid shield. No, they don't. That's the I... whole point of the knight card. <laughs> no, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I've, I'm pretty sure I've had a taken knight summon a shield before. No, because that's the whole point. You know, you you hide behind shields. Uh, Literally to bring up the night cards. I you know? swear when I was in patrol, when you run through the little... The so you practice activation. your guard, you call up walls to protect you, you betray the sword logic, you comprise, compromise the totality of your violence. Why protect mm-hmm. your ground when you could take the enemy? No, I know. I was just thinking, I oh. was like, while, you re- while we were reading that, I was like, I swear that I've run so, into a knight that did that. That is interesting. So the wall of darkness shield is actually a, a, a direct contradiction of sword logic like defense does not compute which is which is interesting because you would think that a well-played defense actually would be a a a legit strategy there's an old saying in football the best offense is a good defense Mm -hmm. that's oval ball by yeah, yeah. What you, you uh, gentlemen across the pond would refer to it as egg ball, egg and ball, or, hand egg, or hand, hand egg. egg. That's what I call it. Egg to hand. We're, we've been living egg to hand for too many. Just football over here in the just, states. So just, just, just shut up. <laughs> I'll just, take that. If you guys keep screwing with him, he's going to take the next mega bus out of here. <laughs> <laughs> So, so where are we? We are now to the Vex. On the Vex, which are different cards when you look at their Taken versions compared to everything else. So, yeah, that is a really good point. We start off with the... Go! (laughs) And we start with one of the most basic Vex that we have, you know, we first started battling. The... uh, the goblins. You are a goblin, a multifunctional armature. Your first purpose is to build, to alter the material world so it can think. Your second purpose is to eliminate threats to the building. You have been taken. Worship this a casual movement, or oh, a casual environment. Apologies. It is the only adaptive response. Devote yourself to the construction of your final shape. Direct violence is wasteful. Your talent for construction and progress will be repurposed, except the changing blade. I do want to get into a little bit the fact that uh, his first purpose is to build, which, you know, we, we know that a lot of their, the Vex weapons in general, are actually construction mm-hmm. tools. I think the other cool thing in by if you made a comment about this is the difference on this card instead of a new shape they get a changing blade mm, exactly which shows really that the um especially things we see them in, getting encountered as well uh the vex this is within the books of sorrow mm-hmm. um you can see that the vex are clearly a superior foe for the hive compared to everything else you know Fallen and Cabal, you can very easily access them and go ahead and take a look and say, hey, now that we've taken you, you have 
X, Y, and Z. Those are your weaknesses. But with X, it's kind of a way of saying, okay, so you are already pretty potent. You need something quite extraordinary. And it's a showing thing about the intimate understanding that they have ever since they encountered the blade transform, I think. Right. I think, you know, going kind of going off the conversation we had about the knight, though, it's also interesting that he says direct violence is wasteful. I'm like, but you just, but, what? <laughs> you just said yeah, that you, you, you can't. Yeah. Like, like, make up your mind. <laughs> mm. It's kind of it's kind of one of those interesting things because they already have the tools they need for violence, right? And in a sense, it's kind of a way of saying, well, what if we could in- reinforce and create a stronger proxy for violence? The Vex are already made to sort of work as a unit, so why not? reinforce that in a certain sense even though even that sort of goes against the sword logic in itself because it's all about you individually you have to carve your ruin against the rest of the world you know mm-hmm. so why is it then saying cooperate it's, it's kind of weird right because and then like the whole worship the a causal environment because when they first encountered the vex it was in a and it was in the nether it was in the you know the psychomutable world and so they they didn't understand the geometry of it, and then they learned it. They taught themselves the geometry of that of the sword world, and they were like, "Oh, oh no, 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 <laughs> don't do that, no, no, please, no." <laughs> it's like, "Oh, you learned this really fast. That's not good." Um, so like, it's interesting that it's like he basically, and we know that he took Vex. He's taken Vex before. Mm. So, because that was when you threw them in the wounds and stuff like that to take them and which, use them against them. Yeah, which which must be a just monumental task for him because you're not just taking one organism there. Oh yeah, I mean, that, I mean that's it's, ignoring. It's like the a radi- multitude. Yeah, the radiolarian yeah, fluid. Yeah. yeah. And I wanted to point out on that note too. I wanted to point out earlier, but we somehow got off topic, which never happens around. What here. happened? Um. But the the way that the Vex actually get into the the Hive's throne world, specifically Oryx's, is somehow Savathun. They don't exactly explain how she's involved. Well, she tricked. She somehow, yeah, she tricked. She somehow Crota. tricked Crota into cutting the the tear open. And um, where the hell was I going with this? <sighs> that just happened. Wow. Well, I mean, so that's how they were introduced to the Vex, which, you know, brings up the interesting conversation about, you know, what dimension are the Vex actually from? Or was it a, you know, a temporal tear or what exactly? You know, where where exactly did the the Vex come from, which we've beaten into the ground? I don't know why we were talking about it earlier. No, we were talking about because of the darkness and orcs, you know, wanted mm-hmm. to convene with it personally um but i wanted to point out the fact that the darkness actually at that point had told the works kind of kind of like took them on a father-son fishing trip but <laughs> they were destroying a uh an unknown civilization. civilization yeah yeah we don't know what civilization it, it was widely speculated we debated about i think a good amount in the chat but point being is like 
the darkness is kind of taken away. She's like, here, look, son, this stuff's done. And then out of nowhere, Aka ends up coming in and saying, hey, man, things are going down at your house right now. Like, the kids threw a block party. The Vex came. They're, they're destroying everything. <laughs> Go clean it you, up. You need to handle this right now before I call the cops. Like, <laughs> Set your house in order, bro. Set your house in order. Yes. And they, they even go as far as to make sure that that's all caps with, like, the exclamation mark behind it to let mm. you know that Aka is pissed that this has happened. Exactly. Whew. So, I guess next is Hobgoblins on the chopping block, right? Yes. So, you are a Hobgoblin, a particle fountain. Your first purpose is to provide energy to channel power where it is needed for thought. Your second purpose is to eliminate threats to that thought. You have been taken. Worship this a causal environment. It is the only adaptive response. Think about the final shape and the exigencies of its creation. Your function makes you a priority target. You will be equipped for retaliation. Accept the changing blade. So yeah. Priority target, yes. But again, highlights interesting stuff about the Vex and their function too. And again, goes back to the point that was being said previously with the Goblin. It is all about creation and about building and the oneness of a single mind. And it'll all lead into, like, I have this whole theory that it might have even been the Yusamine that went ahead and created the Vex. Kind of like for construction bots, but that's far out there. I don't have a bunch of, you know, evidence for it as of yet, obviously, so I'm not going to go get all into it. But the, the things we knew about the Vex, and I, we've done a Vex episode, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we did. So you can check. I'm sure I talked about then. Um, every single weapon, once again, these people, as we'll call them, have. They actually started out as construction weapons, which makes it seem like they – and that's what Orcs wants them to do is the point that I'm going to get at here is that he's not telling them, oh, hey, you need to make sure that you're strong enough to attack. No, he wants them to build. He's like, this is what you as an individual do best, so you're going to do it, and you're going to do it with violence because it's still a you know for a violent reason that he – gives them the powers but he he de- in these cards he doesn't make it sound like he wants to turn them into you know attackers he he wants them to build he wants them to be constructive useful that that's the most useful way they can be toward the taken end of rant um, I love to say on these, you know, it's it, it's it's just sort of relatively straightforward, and there's not a lot going on really and with these. Just real quick, thoughts. it wasn't it wasn't Aka, it was Ear that yelled at him. Was it Ear? Yeah, that told it, him to. Um, it's Aka would, have been, Aka would have been dead by this point, right? Uh, this is it said it drew the attention of the worm, our god, and Ear called out, "Set your house in order." Well, and the crazy thing about that, too, is that when Oryx outsmarted Akka, it didn't please Ear. It pleased um, 
who did it, please? Blue, uh, you're, it was... you're the one with the space magic right now. Yeah. Well, oh, it yeah. was. I believe the quote is just, and the worm gods, George, and the worms, please. their gods, were pleased. Pleased, yeah. So it's yeah, just it the rest of them. It could have been yeah. all the rest of them. No, sometimes I mean, it, it could something have even can pleased Aka. You know, he yeah. could have been like, "Oh, dude, you got me on that one." There's a pat on the back. You son yeah. of a ear. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes something cannot quite be pleasing to the ear. And it's it's worth Just noting. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Please, for the love of Pan. <laughs> for the love of Pan. Oh, oh, the most polite person I know just told me to shut up. <laughs> I'm sorry, Justin. I, I can only, I hey, hey it's okay, buddy. It's okay. I pride myself on bringing the worst out of you. Yeah, actually, okay. I think it was ear. I think it was ear that was pleased. <laughs> Because, well, because it says, then he went out to the universe and fought the Yukamine with his tablets, and the worm his god was pleased. And later, the worm their god, Ear, speaks. So, I was nice. thinking more Yule, because wasn't Yule the honest worm that started talking to them originally? Yeah, but Yule kind of sets um, himself apart from the worm gods. Yeah, he's the honest one. He's the honest one. He's the honest one. Yeah. Um, so, you want to finish off the vex? S- yeah, do it, Blue. All right. So we have the Minotaur. It says, "You are a Minotaur, a walking foundry. Your first purpose is to think about construction, folding space and time into the design. Your second purpose is to eliminate threats to the design. You have been taken. Worship this acausal environment. It is the only adaptive response." Subsume yourself into the greatest design. Your physical unpredictability will be enhanced by stealth. Accept the changing blade. So again, you know, going back to the earlier comments, I just think that he almost seems to be limiting the Vex taken instead of enhancing them. No, I wouldn't say that. Yeah, because he's he's reducing what? him from a paracausal environment mm-hmm. to an acausal environment. Mm-hmm. Not yeah, but at the same time, he he's. I think it feels like he's trying to pick out the uh, their strong suit, so to speak, is what it feels like to me. Right, but by doing that, he's he's reducing them. Like you know, he's he's saying you know, um, your first purpose is to think about. You know, construction, folding space and time, which is a very paracausal capability because it's sidestep. You know, time travel kind of sidesteps causality in a way. And now he's saying, you know, now not only do you not. The other thing is, if remember, the Vex don't uh, worship. They had to be programmed to do that. And so now he's reducing them to worship an acausal environment. And they are becoming merely cogs within them like they're they're becoming even more a small cog within the the machinations of his his design well think about the hive in general you know the the krill he the leviathan called them krill people before they became the hive that's how insignificant even though it's of course big to them because hey it's their lives that's how insignificant they were to the universe. So, orcs 
unlike the, the, the Hive or the Vex, he went as far as to convene with the Deep personally. As far as we know, anyway, they could have very well done this in a different um, universe, but that's a story for another time that I think we've gotten into already as well. Could be different universes, could just be different timelines, but we know that the Vex definitely have portals through space and time as well. Um, but for him, he's not trying to make them absolutely perfect. He wants them to be, it seems like, the perfect piece for his overall puzzle. You're picking up what I'm putting down yeah, here. Yeah, I mean, I guess like cantrip. This, this is what you're best at, so you do this. You know? Well, but see, that's where I that's where I disagree, because Vex, Vex, you know, cantrip's talking about this in chat right now, and I'm I'm actually agreeing really with what he's saying. He's Vex by their nature work in multiples. They 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 um they have logarithmic speculation about the multiple parallel versions of a timeline and they you know they're searching for that one timeline in which they they succeed mm-hmm. oryx is cutting that ability out and limiting them to his perception of reality because remember oh, the, the no because remember the hive no, but the hive support the final shape. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't support multiple verses. He supports one single yeah. verse in the this the final it's a, shape. It's a simplified algorithm for sure. Right. And he's, he's stripping out that you know stripping out that complex aspect of the query and just basically saying no, you're going to look at this one aspect. And that aspect is the singular final shape instead of the multifaceted version of reality that the Vex normally exist in. Yeah. Well, once again, you look at the the Hive as a former people and who they are now. Once again, they were referred to as Krill people. You like they were shrimp in the grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. And right. Now they've they've come to a pretty decent power thanks to orcs convening with the with the deep right but i mean the vex were infinitely bigger i mean that's the thing is like the vex i mean well actually ironically the vex were actually much smaller physically is the radiolorian fluid but I think that's also kind of part of why the Vex can focus on the multi-levels is because they have millions and millions of entities within their frames. And, you know, each each one of these... Well... No, go for it. Oh, no, I was going to say it's it's RAM, right? Right. I'm trying to build a computer right now, and that's what it is. I mean, it's Maybe. it's infinite, <laughs> infinite amount, amounts of RAM is what the Vex are working with. Well, and they and, also they buy their byproduct of silicon. Yeah, I mean, and, look at the vault of glass; it's a giant supercomputer. But they're they're concerned with computing endless simulations, mm-hmm. whereas Oryx wants Oryx, to pursue one. It's a singularity. Right. He only is concerned with one. Right. That well, is what I'm saying concerned. is, look at no. him since he's been Orish. Nothing else worked. So as far as he's concerned, he's like, okay. I started murdering things, yeah, but and I'm getting stronger. I'm getting bigger. So is my people. Let's keep doing this. For him, that is the only. Right. 
Except he also understands that that's a, it's a self-defeating prophet. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. He's going to, he's ultimately going to lose. I mean, he, he accepts that. He accepts that himself. He had a good run before us. Well, no, but what I'm saying is why, okay, so here's, here's my, here's the problem that I have with the taken vex is if he's trying to create, you know, and this is an argument that we've had about Oryx and the final death quotes of King's fall is if he's actually dead or if he used the guardians to trick his worm inside him to free him. And the thing that me, the thing that bothers me about the Vex is that by limiting the Vex away from their multiplicity, he's actually furthering the victory of the worm gods, which in effect he actually was bucking against in the books of sorrow. He's screaming, like, there's an entire, like, four or three or four cards where he's, like, ranting and raving against the the worms and how they've been tricked. And that's what, that's what gave him the desire to go get the Taken Power, really, was because he was like, no, they, blah, 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 you know, like, they've been, they've been tricked. They, they finally figured out that the Faustian deal was <laughs> a Faustian deal. Well, you gotta figure, Orcs is also the first one to find out, like, he was the only one, actually. When they were, you know, all the three sisters found out about the worm gods and made their pact. He was the only one that was like, guys, this might not be a good idea. Um, We are murdering mass amounts of people. Maybe we can make peace with them. And their worm gods were just like, Sabathun, murder this guy right now. He needs to learn. You're going to learn today. And he learned. You know, either our way or the highway, which is kind of how not only the Taken, but the Hive in general are, which they don't really give us Guardians an option, but that that's how the Hive themselves are. You, you start out small, you gather tribute, you feed the gods, you get bigger, you move on, and... This has turned into a bit of a rant, so I'm just going to end it with that's that's not how the Vex have been. The Vex are just, in my opinion, it seems like they're trying to just find that reality that exists. Like, that's what it's been stated in the lore. And for me, that's what it feels like they are. And if that place for them is building things for orcs, why not? But, but, but it's not. That's the entire point of the paradox mission. Was, oh yeah, was us saving yeah. them from the from orcs. So I mean, that's the thing is like again, it's just odd to me because the vex, whereas the taken for the hive for the fallen and for the cabal are all about these are your weaknesses within the hierarchies of this. The vex is well. You actually have this capability. We're going to take that away. And it's just, it's a weird, it's a weird juxtaposition with when you compare it to the rest of the cards too. Like the vernacular in the taking cards for the Vex is drastically different when compared to all the other races. It's much more punishing in the Vex sense than it is. And it's also a lot more brusque. Like it's just more like, I don't really care what you think about this. This is what's happening. 
Whereas with the other ones, it's kind of cajoling, like it's kind of like, hey, you know, we're going to make you strong, like, you know, the falling cards, which we've kind of talked about a lot. And, you know, it's like, yeah, it kind of sucks about all this. We're going to help you overcome that. The Vex is kind of like, yeah, no, yeah, this is what we're doing. Sort of, I think it oh, really is just appealing to their sense of logic, though, right? Right. I mean, I mean no, no, no. That's yeah, that's what, true. Yeah. You know, it's um, especially seeing as it's they keep on going on about take the changing blade instead of take up this knife. You know, um, the changing blade is purely a way of saying, I think you've been repurposed, you are strong and we are changing you so that you can do another job ever so slightly better than you would have been able to before. Right. And I also think it's interesting, too, there, because Coria was the blade transform, which is a changing blade. Mind <laughs> I mean, I mean, no. I mean did that just happen? No, no, no I mean, just, break it. just let it take the temperature of the room, Blue. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's that's what I, I read that. I was like, so. I, I don't know what that means, but it's just interesting to me that it's like, yeah, it's the changing blade. I was like, well, but we have a changing blade. It's the, you know, the Coria, which I'm still curious what happened to Coria. But before we go, oh, we that haven't ran Savathun yet, so, <laughs> so she could God. still have her for all we know. Come on. <laughs> I'm just saying. So- no. <laughs> no, no, okay. no, no, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying this is getting out of hand. I'm saying take a, take a look at Taken Lore at this moment. Like throughout the Books of Sorrow, that's how they show they love each other is they kill each other repeatedly mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. And they never get that chance though. Orcs is always – after he becomes Orcs, it's like he has this power they don't have. So mm-hmm. his sisters never beat him. We just beat that guy. They outsmarted <laughs> so, him. So, I mean, you think Savathun and Zivu Arath are not going to come try to take that throne at some point in time? I'm not saying it's going to happen, you know, in Rise of Iron or even in the beginning of the next sequel, of the sequel that's coming out next year. But at some point, we are going to have to deal with them. And it would be awesome if Bungie had us fighting Quoria for Savathun, or maybe even with Savathun simultaneously. I don't know. Well, because Quoria, yeah, I mean, I guess we're moving in. We're moving into name taken as well. But, I mean, Quoria, Quoria is a unique taken in that it was not fully taken. And it also displayed what seems to be a superior ability to um, assume things and then supplement that into projections to try to trick. And it also obviously had connections through temporal gates to things that it shouldn't have known if anyone remembers that whole really confusing part of how it figured out that it was Orash that because wasn't it wasn't it the Yukon Gates? Reasons. No, it was, was like they explained it, 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 but it was kind of like oh, oh that's you're talking about the card where 
it actually brings up the simulation of an Orash. Orash yeah, orcs, and it's, right? like, it's challenging. Yeah. She's challenging orcs. Yeah, so. she says she gets it from the Yusamine gates, yeah. which yeah. it's like at that point, if you're a lore nerd like the rest of us, it's like. <laughs> the Yusamine were gone. What? <laughs> yeah, the, these people are supposed to be absolutely yeah. so holy, so holy annihilated, so holy annihilated that yes. only in this book are they ever remembered. Yes, exactly. And Except yet, for the Vex have. <laughs> so it, it's a real mind mind freak, I'll say. That the Vex have Yusamine gates. But they're supposed to be eliminated so wholly. Well, only the books of stars where they're at. Nope, nope, Justin, hey. Justin, no. I, I can't, I can't <laughs> not. Okay, sorry, sorry. Go ahead, do your thing. Well, I was gonna say we're so we're we're kind of. <laughs> I was expecting this whole big thing from Justin. He's, he's, and then he's just like, eh, no, go, my li- no. go ahead. I'm not going to do it. Well, so we're talking we're talking about Taken champions at this point, basically, which are basically the named Taken. And we kind of already run. We've actually kind of touched on a good number of them already. Um do you do we want to? How do we want to do this? Do you want to run through the cards again, or do you want to just? Uh, I I think we can probably maybe touch on a couple. Um, I think Malak is probably the the most prominent, and mm. then maybe Kexus deserves mm. a look. I don't know what you think, Bife. I agree definitely with Malak. Uh, I feel like we need to give it to um, the hands of Oryx, respectively, Bax and um, Town, I believe, as well. Yeah. If we're looking Bax. At okay, cool. Bax, the great cool. keeper in Prime. I also wanted to ask so, Kagor, Kagor, Kagor? I don't know how you pronounce his name. Kagor. Right, that one. So, there's a really <laughs> interesting thing. Um, Kagor is. Nice. Yeah, I just am going to go with you on that one. Good job. Is known as World Render, right? There's actually a Craig Hoare. Craig Hoare. I don't even know how to say it. Crag. 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 Craggle. Craggle. There's a Craggle in the Books of Sorrow in the Golden Amputation. And that individual is also referred to as the World Render. And he's gonna eat the the gift master, correct? That's no. Craig Horrors, uh sends the accursed to blight the Tasha oh, Tashabethy yeah. worlds, which I want a yeah. Tashabethy Raven Empress. Why can't we god. experience can we this? See that? Can we please raid <laughs> boss? Much? Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, Just wait. Wait until Savathun. Wait until Savathun, I know. I so that aside, I was just curious. Like, do you do you think that it's actually a a typo. Are these no. actually the same people? Because it's really annoying me how similar their names are and the fact that they are called the same title. Maybe World Renders a position. Oh, okay, maybe that's true. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I will, I so will... one that therefore changes hands within the high wall. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Fair enough. Okay. That, wow, that, that was a really that hey. was a really quick fix to that. <laughs> no, I, I, I hey, I I'm not I'm not trying to make difficult problems. I was just trying to ask. I was like, this was it was really bugging me. I was like, did they really like 
drop two letters from a name, which they did. So, yeah. all right, backs. Let's do backs real quick. Backs, oh, the gravekeeper. You are backs, grown from tortured flesh, consumed by rage and hunger. You were shackled to a task, guard this hallowed place, and you failed. You have been taken. Rest easy, ravening backs. You are free, free of chains and hunger. Ask yourself in the furnace of your soul, how did you come here? What goad drove you to this failure? Pain, pain is all there is for you. They grew you and they fed you. They hurt you. They made you into a living weapon. But you were not sharp enough. The world hurt you more than you could hurt it. There's a knife for you. It is shaped like joy. Pick it up. You will not need to suffer anymore. You will not need pain to drive you or hunger to pull you along. You will be joyful in your purpose. A beautiful annihilation. Unending. Cut away these useless things. Take the knife. Use it. Take your new shape. That's kind of terrifying. What's a happy ogre? <laughs> what does that look like? That's what I want it's, to... Take the knife. It's shaped like joy. <laughs> Your face. You have acne. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, honest, is Bax, was Bax guarding the world's grave? Well, like, no, he was, he was no. guarding Crotus. Resting place. That's oh, okay. The, is that's it, the is it from guy. the uh, not lost to light? What's the other one? No, it's, it is lost to light. Yeah. It's lost, is it lost to light? Part. Okay. It's, it's when we find out that the ghosts are able to cut oh, perfect so shapes is, out of things. Yeah, he's butthole ogre. He pops up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know him. I'm aware of him. Backs the gravekeeper, the one butthole who mines the place of Oryx's son Crota. <laughs> The light eater. No, he's butthole ogre. That's what he is. <laughs> Justin. Listen. I, I have no words. I have no freaking words, man. It's it. That's I did it. I did it. Slow clap. Slow clap. All right, let's move on. You want to you jump to Primus Town? Yeah. Or do you want to do... Gonna read that. He's my favorite. <laughs> no, he really is. There's like not anything funny in that one. He's really my favorite. <laughs> He's my favorite taken. Um, no, no, he really is because he just likes wearing... he just likes his arms. No, he's wearing our exotic armor that we've never gotten, which is the Thagomizers. What a, what a jerk! What a freaking jerk he stole! What a butthole! <laughs> click, click, you click. are town. Primus of the Skyburners, veteran of star-shaking campaigns, bond brother to Tlern and Maul. Your beloved comrades, your faithful friends, for a while you were the mightiest cabal soldier in the system. You have been taken. You are free now. Free of the ancient armor and stinking oil that kept you alive. Free of cold Phobos watches and desert air that wants to pull your guts out of your throat. Breathe. Taste the sweet, forgotten air of home. But what happened? How did you get here? These are important questions, Primus. What caused this? What code did you obey? Duty. 
Duty brought you here. Duty is all there was for you. Your emperor told you to get aboard the dreadnought at any cost. I will go with you to learn said. And you said, no, 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 this is my duty. I will fight with you more said. And you said, turn back. I will do this alone. You love them. So you left them after you crashed your command into the target and you did your very damnedest for the emperor, for your duty, all against the howling horde. But it wasn't enough, was it? The code is not enough. Sometimes you have to go on alone. There is a knife for you. It is shaped like loneliness. Pick it up. You will not need these things anymore. Duty, camaraderie, pride. You will not need an emperor or a bond brother or any other code. You will not need anything at all. You will be your own whole purpose. A beautiful final shape. Everlasting. Cut away these useless things. Take the knife. Take it up and use it. Take your new shape. So, I mean, this is this is a way of saying, even though that Torn is the mightiest Cabal soldier, when it comes to, you know, sword logic, he's failing at the first hurdle, which is only yourself. Yep. Nobody else. Which, I mean, <clears throat> that also, ex- I mean, that's why the Hive seemed to look down on the Cabal, it seems also, is because the Cabal's strength is from the bonds of their yeah. know, the Bond brothers. Which are weaknesses to the... Right, it's it's a different it's a different yeah. point of view, but like I mean, it's like you know, again, going back to the Roman, <laughs> going back to that, that parallel, it's like the shield wall, that is the strength of the legion. If the shield wall doesn't break, it, they are unbreakable. As long as that shield wall holds, they can do anything. Which let's let's be clear. The the phalanx and all of the shield culture that that goes along with the cabal isn't intrinsically Roman. It was stolen from the Spartans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no, no. There's a concurrent. There's a concurrent development in mid, in that time period's combat. Um, mm. I mean, the Spartans were not the only culture that yes used they weren't walls. the the only but they the Athenians they did used where, it, you know the spartans mm. the spartans it was were, it was not unique to one republic of greece right which, and yeah. the spartans took the but spartans what, took what i was get, what i was getting of, at was it was an assimilated roman trait. oh yeah 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 romans assimilated i, I wasn't Jesus. i wasn't solely attributing it to the spartans i was yeah, just I saying mean, that if anything the Spartans taught the Romans how to live the life of a soldier from birth because yeah. that was the Spartan way. The Spartans were the hundred percent soldiers, no really need mm. for anything else. But I mean, I mean, Jesus, the Etruscans taught the Romans more than any of the Greeks ever did. Most of their construction and military concept, naval combat, all that came from the Latins and the Etruscans. And so I mean, yes. So shield shield walls were shield walls were amazing. I mean, they didn't even the the Spartans didn't have phalanxes. Well, they had phalanxes, but they didn't have the uh, the mandibles of the phalanxes. They had a solid well, wall because of the geographic areas that they were in. Because we talked about that in the Cabal episode, where the 
the um uh what was the the report where it has like the different positions of the the cabal army and how we equated them to the different romans pieces oh yeah, yeah. I know so what you're talking about. yeah but yes i love primus am i the only one that watched game of thrones on sunday yes yeah yeah you are you guys suck <laughs> Let's talk no. about everyone's favorite taken. Malak. Malak. And I think no yeah. one's better to 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 kick this one off than by. <laughs> mm, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. you yeah. You're the best. Well. All right. You go for it. Oh boy. Well, I will say this though, with was anyone else surprised when Malak actually arrived in the game? Because there's so many different pieces in weapons yeah. where you just never see them. Well, I mean, his his look itself is, I think, the most unique we've seen for any of the Hive characters other than, of course, Orcs himself mm. to date. Yeah. Like, Proto think... looked like a giant knight. And then yeah. we have Malak. He kind of has like an ogre head, but he kind of has like a yeah. uh, the, uh, knight body kind of, I guess. It's fascinating stuff behind him, though. So it reads as follows. Malok, cunning Malok, sly and slippery, Savathun begat you to betray me, to poison slowly, nor from within. Liar, Malok, you are meant to tithe upon Oryx, to feed your maker with secret blight. Your secret is two lies. You betrayed your maker, your mother. You hid yourself from Savathun, the tithing did not reach her jaws. Your thrall strength is now acolyte strength. Your acolyte strength is now knight strength. Your thieving pride is known and fed. Malok, listen. I took you from your mother, my sister. Your shape is new. This shape is poison. The shape of secrets. I name you Malok, which means my poison. A prize to taunt sister Savathun. Steal now for me. So, all the time that we're reading this, this is not simply addressing some insignificant individual. This is the only card where they do not immediately say, you have been taken. It's not something where it's saying, take up this knife. Malok's creation almost, and maybe this is just my interpretation, is not seen as a way of creating a more perfect individual, but it is Oryx's own way of preventing his sisters from... Well, you know, there was a point at which in the cards it says, you know, he crippled their tributes collectively. This is another act of doing that. This is him showing his supremacy over the two of them, more specifically Savathun in this instance. And it's impressive in a certain sense that it happens to Malok here, because there's actually a second child of Savathun, which is Balwur, who you find in the Court of Oryx, and it's uh, Savathun's daughter. And so, you know, you've got very interesting parallels. One of them still serves by war, and one of them has been taken. No, uh, I I always loved about Malak is he's he's kind of uh, shrouded in this in this kind of a uh, cunning cloud and he's he's kind of a disciple of Sabathun. So and I love that uh that Orcs kind of labels him his poison. 
Um, and he is the shape of secrets, which really kind of makes me question whether or not we actually killed him or not. But that's neither here nor there. Am I well, wait, asking the question? Wait, hang on. Yeah. Back up. We, we killed who? What? Well, <laughs> you know, this guy called Oryx. No, 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 no. Did you say when we killed Oryx or we killed Malak? No, Malak. Whether or not we killed Malak. Well, we did because wasn't that the entire uh, Eris being like, F you, Varix, I don't care about your... Well, the the whole point I was making was Malak is the shape of secrets. He's... Oh, if, you, if we didn't just kill... Yeah. Us, uh, whatever the equivalent of an echo... Is. Yeah, exactly. Like, or even if it's not an echo, if he if he didn't deceive us in some way, it, there's there's a lot of allusion here to the fact that Malak is not what he seems. Yeah, he's sly and slippery. Yeah, sly and slippery, and he's Can't got a really bumpy mama. face. He stands <laughs> from his mama. Wait, what did you just say, Justin? I said he's very sly and slippery. He's got a really bumpy face. He's like Ray Liotta. <laughs> You okay. leave Ray Liotta alone. <laughs> you made me do it, Blue. You made me do it. I really, really question at this point so much. But okay. About the choices that you make. <laughs> About many things. But you keep. I, both of those things, amongst many other things, yes. Definitely. Oh, man. So, uh, I think, I mean, we, there's, is there anyone else? There's other taken... There's other taken we could have gotten to, but I think really, a really cool. A lot of them read, a lot of them read kind of. It's reductive of what we've already read, right? Yeah. I think there is a cool. There is a cool nod on the Mingor, and the crowd. Uh, Correct. The yeah, whatever that guy's name is. <laughs> Those were actually another group. Those were the Dyad Knights that were present at the fall of the Thai people which is described in the golden amputation. So these were, and dyad just simply means something that consists of two elements or parts. So these are the two in the court. I think that you have to mash together to get their shields down. If I'm remembering that correctly, or they have, yes. you have to be like within, you know, two inches of each other. Yeah. yeah. And they never want to be, um, but they Tell actually, me. they were, they were such a point that they were an entire – I think they were like the third or fourth step in the fall in the Golden Amputation. And they that's, they they were the ones that stood upon the Raven Bridge and killed the Thai for 10 years. And then they got punished because, you know, they got greedy. So – I thought that was, I thought that was an interesting little trivia fact about some of the Taken champions that we just run through on the court without really, you know, possibly knowing about. And the intriguing thing, of course, is also the um, just that card generally. It shows kind of how one is exalted and the other is kind of left as the student. I believe is mm-hmm. vaguely paraphrasing what the relationship between those two is. So, aside from anything else, it displays what we saw again back in the Acolyte and the uh, Night cards for the Taken, which is they view being Taken as something incredible. It's a gift, you know, it's them well, truly accessing immortality. Yeah, because he took one but then didn't take the other. 
And it was basically because during the gift mass, they didn't give him anything. <laughs> and they're like, no, <laughs> that's not allowed. So, cause I think that was, yeah, he cursed, he cursed them. Basically he punished them, uh, two curses, the, sh- uh, what was that? Fire. And then both sides of the blade. So one has fire, one has the the blade, and then the third curse is the whole. They have to be separated. Unless, yeah, I because think, if they're not I think separated, the curse, yeah, they're, I think they're basically the, curse the hive that they were. No, no, yeah, go for it, go for it. Yeah, and no, I was gonna say they were each other's strength. Right, they were, you know, like they were, you know, each other's rock, and now their curses. The closer they get to get each other. The weaker, the more, yeah, the weaker they get, the more, you know, the more damage they take. The way I read it is that they are the hive equivalent of Bond Brothers. Yeah, I could take. Uh, I go with yeah, that. good call. I could definitely go with that. Um, because yeah, when they were just the Krill people, Sabbath or <clears throat> let's go back to their original names, I guess. Orash, um, Sathona, and Shivol. And- uh, not Shiva, um, not Shiva, Rath. No, Shira. No, it wasn't Shira. Was, yeah, and and they they had only each other. They used the needle ship to travel through the fundament together to find the worm god, so they can make that bond. Once they made that bond, their allegiance is pretty much only to the worm gods. I mean, they kill each other for power and well go ahead Justin. no i was just gonna say it's not quite that simple because their allegiance is always to one another like they honor each other through the continual attempts at destroying one another like yeah i see that but i mean at their the same time, their like, obligation is to the worm gods their allegiance is to one another just the way that oh. they show their allegiance is so much counter it, to the way that we would. Yeah. It's also it's, the allegiance to strength. You know, Malak, that, that was Savathun's only son that we have recorded at this time. Two. Um, we, we know two. Yeah, we Do have, have another. Uh, don't, don't we? Oh, we have another offspring. It's, no, it's it's a daughter. Daughter. Right. Within the Court of Orcs. So, yes, only son yeah. that we know but not the only child but go for it Willie go for it well, well I'm just saying like that's the one that Orcs decides I'm gonna take him I'm going to take this slide and he doesn't look he's not a wizard obviously or a um, witch I guess another where you can use for it he that's he decides stay male and he kind of looks like the mix between an ogre and a knight, which that that's the one thing that gets me about Malik is his his shape physically is so unique. I can't help but wonder exactly how she made him. Which you get you guys did mention she had a, a witch daughter or wizard once again, yeah. depending on which way you look at it. Um, <clears throat> that wizard came from the moon, but that once again that's just. It's a yellow bar. Yeah, you got to deal with it, but <laughs> it, Malik, 
completely different and or decide to take him under his wing. It kind of seems as far as the hive goes of, hey, you're mine now because I said so. Yep. I would. I mean, so, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. I would agree with that. I think that is, I mean, there's there's definitely a ton of trivia in the other taken champions, but I know we're running we're running long on this one, so I think we'll we'll leave it on the mind map. Yeah. Or you can just harass Willie on social media. I, yeah, that I works still too. I have a red left. So, I mean, I, w- I was going to use that, but if we want to wrap it up, we should yeah, probably move to shout outs. Yeah, let's move to move to shout outs real quick and we'll let we'll let the man of honor here take the first. Oh, thanks, wow. man. I'm just gonna. Oh no! Oh, even Pipe, this is awkward. You this big is... jerk! You Go big freaking ahead, jerk! Go You're gonna ahead. feel awful after what the shout out really is to. Uh, it's to everybody that is um, a patron on Patreon for the channel and its lore content, um, because you guys have done incredible stuff in terms of helping fund everything that's going on, but. More importantly, the excess uh, is also going to worthy causes as well. So you guys raised well over $850 for Seattle Children's Hospital this month. And going forward, you know, more good stuff. That's awesome. That's awesome. And Bife, if I were to go on right now and contribute on Patreon, what would be my, you know, like like what, uh, what content would I see out of that? Uh, wow. Um, I'm not totally sure what you're asking, as in what does that, f- sorry about that. Uh, yeah, what yeah, does no. that fund or what, what does, what do you get for each individual? No, no, I get, I get in a special chat, don't I? I yes. Get to take so, part in a- yes, it's really fun whole, and you should do it. Different- <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so basically, um, five different tiers right now. We're adding a, we're in the process of getting a sixth rolled up. We just need some art done for it. Um, the five tiers we have right now is $1, $5, $10, $50, and $100. $100 is for those of you who are super crazy and have money to burn and want to help fund. But most people, I think, would probably want to go with either the 5 or $10 tier. But at $5, you get lifetime access to a Discord server called Mara Cognitum, which is basically a law server that I've set up with the help of some wonderful people who know Discord far better than I. But it's a massive community discussion about law and everything and just a really great place. Basically think of it as sort of a somewhat cool equivalent to focus fire chat. Um, and these guys are sort of, yeah, the, the guys who've got into the discord server thus far have made it such a friendly, fantastic little community. And nice. I'm very much taking tips from a lot of people, including you wonderful guys here, because I know that you guys in your discord have a law bot, which mm-hmm. we need to get. Yes. <laughs> we are, we, we will get him or it over there shortly no no it's him you were right the first time it him it what are we doing him him does this identify us he's semi-sentient he's semi-sentient but that doesn't necessarily mean that he is a he no no but but what does what what do they identify as we have high-fived we have high-fived yes we but you can also high-five a girl justin i'm not sure if you knew that that's why i'm going with it it what it's a simple 
my god no we we're working on we're working on um stabilizing Mm. the server right now but as soon as we get that done yeah we need to yeah we need to get you access to to lorebot so what i'm getting from this is if you haven't contributed to buy's patreon do it now yes Mm. and 10 bucks gets you that too, but you also get your name in the credits of every video that we make, which is funded by Patreon. So that's something pretty cool. If you that's guys are literally enough that. to make me contribute $10 right now. In fact, y'all give me a second. Never mind. It's $10 a month because no, that's cool. how the Patreon works. It's, it's, no, it's a cool. I'm good. commitment. I'm good. I got buy for my show. I'm all right. Sure. I, the, thing I, the thing I say to everybody is, you know, pay your bills first and make sure that everyone in your family is getting fed. You know, like... Feed the dog eh. before you feed the law, so to speak. I don't know, dog. Family, yes. Dog. Oh my god. I don't have a dog per se. I've got a lizard. Oh god, here we go. I'm here. just over here trying to, you know, be correct and saying, hey, make sure you feed your family before you feed the lawyer videos. And Justin's just like, ah, nah, 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 nah. Dog. nah. That kid, he can go out and forage. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> If I just give him bucks, he won't I was just going to call Peter, but now I think I may have to call Trad Protection. <laughs> Peter. <laughs> Listen, Peter Pan can't help me, okay? He can't. No, Peter, yeah. right? That's that's the organization that cares about animal cruelty, right? Oh, you, mean, you mean people eating tasty animals? Peter. People eating tasty animals. Yeah, Peter, that's what we call them in Texas. <laughs> Well, so now that, that, so now that we've aggravated that, that group of people, opposite of what I honestly alienated another not. member of our fan base. Cool. Yes. Yeah, no. No. Oh. And alienating one segment <laughs> of the demographic at a time. Um, so, and to, to be completely honest and, and serious, if you haven't checked out Bife's Patreon, if you have the means to do so, definitely check it out and contribute because – if you watch those YouTube videos, they're so high quality. And so the, the audio, I love the audio. It just takes the me away. The art is amazing too. Yeah, the art is amazing too. Everything about the it is Apple amazing. Seed so, one. Yes. Oh, that's a good one. So um, definitely check that out. Big shout out. Big shout out. I don't know if you guys caught it, but we had a, we actually had a really long conversation with an amazing voice actress from a video game that you might know. It's called Destiny. She played a character called Eris Morn. Morla Gorondona, thank you very much for letting everybody know what I already knew. Life's a garden. Dig it. Um, and uh, Bife, thanks for stopping in this week. It's been too long, man. It's been too long. One month is the sweet spot. You can't go two months. It's too long. <laughs> Okay. Um, I mean, I'm two months gonna... and this happens. I mean, <laughs> this was. Justin, you made the main head desk. That happened. It, it happened. On the show. I mean, I will not sleep at some point. So... No, I will. I will not apologize. I, <laughs> I, I think I've been pretty consistent on one thing. There's that I will not apologize for my behavior. Being completely and utterly shameless. Yes, exactly. Thank you. Thank you, Bife. Um, and uh, big shout out to Blue Hollywood crew. <laughs> oh, um, Blue went out to E3 and he, he had a lot of fun, you know, um, with presumably without Willie or I. But he had a great time. And uh, 
I'm glad for that because he needed to to unwind a little bit. <laughs> well, on that vein, actually, my shout out is to Morla as well. She actually got to spend most of the week with us out at E3 and braggers. <laughs> it was an absolute blast. Um, she actually got to uh, talk to a couple of us about her her part in Halo Wars Two. She is the voice of the Hornet. The um, I think it's the UNSC uh, ah. vehicle that is Morla's voice nice. when that talks. Um, and then you know I would be remiss not to give a a big shout out to the dads of destiny, which is actually the reason we got to go out to E3. We were out there representing them. Um, all the senior dadmans were out there just kind of making sure everyone knew that we were still around, you know, all that and, uh, getting stuff ready for the breathe easy stream, which is on July 1st through 3rd. It's the, the big charity stream that the dads of destiny do, to help with the cystic fibrosis foundation. So that will be coming, you know, in a couple of weeks and I'm sure I'll talk about that a couple times more. So, yeah, but yes. So, and I'm going to hand that over to Willie. Oh, sir. We have not had a pay in theory of the week in a while. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> so no, this one's actually really simple. I want you to think about one of Payne's most uh, popular quotes. He walked into the the dark and he stepped out brighter, Um, which is also a quote used for Osiris mainly. What if Payne is talking about himself? What if Payne stepped into the deep? He went ahead and he is that little ball. I know this is going to piss off so many people, but I don't even care. What if he's the ball that leads us through the King's Fall Raid? to help us defeat orcs. Pan is the light ball confirmed. Bam, that happened. Other than that, um, of course, shout out to Bife. Love having you on the stream. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> you cannot segue like that. Earth is flat. Other than that. Hello. I love, how he, I love how he dodged the chance for us to add any rebuttal. <laughs> I mean, honestly, the only rebuttal for that should be a head desk, but I'm, I'm trying to... I mean, I'm no. trying to retain what few brain cells I have left. Justin's making it a real challenge here, but... Yeah. You know, we'll oh, hey, hey. GG. Other than that... <laughs> hey, I thought just... that... Willie, I thought that actually read he walked into the beam and light and he came oh, out brighter. God. No, Justin, just, just my no. works, my works <laughs> are still... <laughs> And moving on. Um, Shout out to Foxtrot. That's my clan. DOD X1 Foxtrot. Always going to be there. Nice seeing. uh, We've actually had a few people that haven't played Destiny in a while coming back because of Rise of Iron. So thank you, Bungie, for that. Life, thank you for putting up with us and not getting uh, any brain damage from your Destiny. And don't talk. So soon. Like, let's let's see how this pans out. <laughs> everybody that listens and everybody in the chat, by the way. Yeah, I'm I, sorry. I, I'm sorry. Well, you guys. <laughs> Getting progressively more and more angry. <laughs> so, <laughs> with that, we'll begin to wrap the chat up. 
Thank you again to those over on the Twitch channel for coming to spend your evening with us. If you'd like to join us, please be sure to give us a follow over on twitch.tv slash focusfirechat. Links to all our sites can also be found with our episode archives over on www.focusfirechat.com. Thank you again, bye, for spending your evening and chatting with us. Please be sure to check out Bife's amazing work via the links that we're going to put up in the show notes on the site when I get this up. Please be sure to email us also at focusfirechat at gmail.com with any feedback or questions concerning the podcast and let us know how we're doing by giving us some feedback on iTunes or through email as well. We try to keep to the schedule Wednesday night streams of the chat starting at approximately 10 p.m. Central. But if we have any variations, we always will make sure to let everyone know through our Twitter account at Focus Fire Chat. So until next time, the lore band marches on. <laughs>